Thanks to Bombas for supporting the morning stream. Bombas makes comfortable socks that look great in a wide variety of colors and options. For every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Go to bombas.com slash TMS and get 20% off your first purchase. And thanks to BetterHelp for supporting the morning stream. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash morning stream and start living a better life today. Coming up on TMS, our long national meep mare. It mostly meeps at night. Mostly. There were five meeps. I don't like meeps. Naked, cold, and meeping. No meeps since the other meeps. It's meeping from inside the wall. Five meeps are more than two. Living my worst meep mare. Five meeps means end of life. The day the meeps died. I'm sorry, the card says meeps. Only night meeping. I call them meeps. Major meepers. <laughs> Wreck of meeples and more rolling in the meeps on this episode of The Morning Stream. Move over, bacon. Now there's something meatier. Delicious Sizzling, government-approved meat. Whoops. The Morning Stream. Save it for the French. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning, Scott. Hey, it feels like, uh, feels like it's been almost a week since we <laughs> last did a show. Ooh. Pretty close. Yeah, if you don't count film sack, it's uh, six six days instead of the seven, because we yeah. did a show on Tuesday, but nothing since Wednesday. It feels like we didn't do one Tuesday, but we did. I just, we did in my head. It in my head, this all happened on Tuesday. But but you're right. It happened. Wednesday was the day yeah. they got hosed, and uh, we had such a great Tuesday. I came into Tuesday <laughs> blazing hot, dude. I was so in a good mood. We had an amazing show. Right. We laughed. We had fun. We had amazing guests. Everything went great. And that next day, I was like, I'm gonna have another one of those days. And then right. I got up and I got in the shower. You know. And I got ready, and I was like, "Yeah, look at me, all clean and ready for a thing." You know, this is great. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then, and then I got uh-huh. dressed. I got some pants on, you know, and, I, and it's a shirt and <laughs> stuff like that, like you do, you know. And I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, socks are next. I'm putting those socks on. So I put those on. Do you, and, uh, do you put them on one leg at a time, like everyone else? <laughs> the I'm pants, I do. Yes, pants. I well, okay. sometimes if you're on the bed, you can do the whole two at a, two at two at a time and oh, hop. You know? Wow. Okay. Yeah, and and then and then and then it makes you wonder why we still call them pants in in the plural. Let's just call them pants. Sure. Pant. All right. Put on your pant. Put on pant. Yeah. Put on pant and let's go. So anyway, I put on. You pant. don't put on your shirts. Yeah, shirts and pant. Then I did a belt or belts. Let's switch it all around so all the singulars are plural and all the plurals are singular. <laughs> I like it, yes. All belts. Right. So put I put on, on your belts. I put on my belts. Um, and uh, I'm thinking, well, what else is there? Well, I need to take the dog out real quick, so I'm going to grab some, some shoes. Mm-hmm. And this is where things go bad. <laughs> oh, no. I go in the room. I reach down. Very normally kind of a normal bend over. You know, nothing too sure. crazy. Sure. Uh, don't bend over and wend over, though. Trouble will happen when you're there. Anyway, <laughs> I bend over to grab these shoes, and I feel this familiar, and by familiar, I mean about every two years, I feel this familiar, uh, what's the word? I don't know how to describe it. It's like, you, you know, okay, Brian, got one for you. Okay, all right. You got a big chick, or chicken or turkey dinner of some sort. Uh-huh. And, Chicken or turkey could be mm-hmm. one, I, but but definitely a poultry. Definitely a poultry dish. 
Okay. And there's a point where a bone, let's say it wouldn't be a leg bone. Would it be the wing? Anyway, where there's a joint. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like the, the cartilage, uh, right? Yes. Okay. Now, you know, when you go to bend those and kind of pull them apart and there's a point where the cartilage finally says, okay, fine. Bleh, and just let's yeah. go. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the feeling that it had. Oh, That's the sensation. God. And it's not even pain right away. It's a feeling of uh, stuff has been pulled to a place where it shouldn't be. And then your brain goes, oh, no, the pain sensors are on their way. Be ready. You know, I'm like Osmosis Jones here. I got like Captain Kirk up in the brain going, all right, we're going to do this shit. And all of a sudden, the pain wave hits and I'm immobile. I can't move. I'm bent in that position and I can't do anything like some kind of cartoon. It's just horrible. And I go, Kim. And I can't yell very loud because it hurts to yell. <laughs> Carter, oh. anybody? So they come in there like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, it's another one of these. They knew they knew right when they saw me what was going on. Now, this time was was markedly worse than previous episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I just did it the worst possible way or something, but it was worse that day. Well, you're getting usual. older, right? I mean, so things Maybe will... that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But like two years ago, it wasn't nearly this bad. And for the most part, since I've been about 20 or 21, and I've had all the tests and the MRIs and all that, it's never a slip disc. It's never a, a thing they can operate on. It's a tall guy thing. And it's my family has a, you know, a history of, of kind of weak backs. And it's mm-hmm. also me not doing enough to strengthen my back, which I, I need to turn that around now. So anyway, sure. point is, hurts like a mother. I can't move at all. So they come in there to help me. I can barely move with them propping me up. And the pain, I can only describe it as like white, bright light in my eyes. It's just so bad. So bad. Just blinding. Yeah. Blinding. Horrendous. Just horrendous. So they get me to a bed. Now, normally, I might be six hours in a bed like that with 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 an episode like this. And then I might start to be able to kind of pull myself up and very slowly kind of putter around or whatever. Not this time. 24 hours, didn't move off my back. I couldn't move. I tried. I couldn't. So now comes the embarrassing part. (laughs) As you know, (laughs) human beings have to pee. We we pee. We urinate. We have to eliminate uh, waste. Bodily waste. Uh Right. From our body. Now, thankfully, had a poo before I picked up the shoes. Okay, good. So you know, feeling pretty uh, pretty empty on the old uh, on the old uh, the, the pooper tank down <laughs> down there, but uh, but uh, I'm laying there, and about I don't know two three hours into this, I'm like, "Frick, I'm gonna have to pee," and yeah. I can't roll to my side. I can't get up. I can't. They they try. We do a number of attempts to try to move me. The pain uh-huh. is so bad. I don't remember my name while it's happening. It's so bad. Jeez. Can't oh move, my God. dude. Okay. I wish I'd have had video so you just could see me at my worst. It's really the I worst. don't know if we wanted to. I think that that's, uh, that's, that's a thing better experienced alone. <sighs> it's your, your, yes. I mean, it's good to have people around you, but... Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, being I mean, a, right. Yeah. Maybe with let me let me rephrase that. It's a thing better experience outside of social media. <laughs> exactly. I heard from a couple of fans who have similar situations, and they were like, "I was I lived by myself then, and it was the worst experience of my life." Oh, I don't know what you do, right? Do you just call somebody, and I don't know what else you can do, right? Bust my to. window to come in, unlock the door, whatever. Yeah, Jeez. I'd take a robber at this point, have him help me. But anyway, yeah. so I'm laying there, and I said, "Cam, we got to get creative. I got to pee real bad." And she goes, what do you mean? Creative. <laughs> and I said, all right, I can't get up. She goes, well, let me do this. She brings a jar. And I'm like, well, how is that? I can't. 
the jar isn't going to work. It's a, right because it's, cause a jar. it's uh, and I'm up here. Yeah. I can't turn to create. I cannot create the gravitational direction. <laughs> the laws of physics and gravity. Uh huh. You know I can't do it. So she says, "All right, let me think of something." She leaves, and she's off being total MacGyver on this. I can hear uh-huh. her like tink 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 doors opening and shutting. Like she's coming up with something. She comes back, and she has the same jar, but now that is going to be on the floor on top of a shoebox, and connected to that. <laughs> Are she has taped like industrial taped four big, I don't know what to call these. You know when the kids kids have like a, um, a, like an icy or, or like a Slurpee, and the and the straws are just gigantic, huge thick yeah. straws. She has that, a bunch of these okay. for some reason, like uh, boba tea straws or yes. bigger than that. There you go, boba okay. tea, All like, right. like okay. round and big enough to pull a bunch of little boba tea balls through. Okay, she taped I'm, a bunch of these together. I'm not liking what this is meaning for your manhood, but keep going anyway. <laughs> It doesn't it doesn't quite go that bad. So she attaches all these together and she's created a slight bend to it all. It's actually very cool how she sure. did it. And on the very end is a funnel. And uh the goal is to somehow work it so I can bend the straw enough so it doesn't flip out of the thing or, you know, make a giant uh-huh. problem. Uh, but then get the funnel close enough to me where I can, you know, do what I got to do into this funnel. Sure. And sure. I was sure that this Rube Goldberg nightmare machine was not going to do it. I was going to get pee everywhere and we we're all going to regret right. it. It freaking <laughs> worked. It worked. Really? It was great. I made everybody leave. Oh. I'm like, out of here. I'm peeing on my by myself. Give me some dignity. Get out of the freaking room. I'm not yeah. doing this yeah. while you're in here. It's. Uh, this is something that was covered on the first episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm this season, I believe. Oh, Maybe good. the second episode. Oh, yes. good, good. Fantastic. Not this exact thing, but having a loved one see you do a thing that they should never see. <laughs> well, that was one of these situations. And I was like, Kim, I just can't have you in here. You got to get out of here. So I made her leave. And um, I did it. And I and I can't really tell if it's working while right, it's happening. Because you can't see the jar. You can't see the no. the tape. I mean, I'm Wait. going like this, like best I can to too, see it. I just can't see. Too it. bad you didn't have any of those, like uh, you know, those things that as a kid you spun around their plastic tube with uh, bendy, um, <laughs> bendy ribs in it, and they right. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it still hurts to laugh a little, just a little, not much. <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice, but so this thing did actually hold up. We didn't have a single leak or a problem. It worked great. And yeah, she good. took. She looks at this jar. She does like that nurse did to me when I was like eight. When I gave a urine sample to a nurse, and she goes, "Whoa!" and then doesn't say why. <laughs> My wife did the same thing. She picked like, it up. And wow. Went, Whoa. Well, in her case, how much she you said, been drinking? That's what she said. She goes, "You peed a lot." I said, "Well, I had to go. I haven't gone since you know." Anyway, why is there corn in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, why is there? I don't remember you having corn or passing it through your urethra. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, that worked, and that was great, and we knew that would be, we had a solution yeah. for any time, and you want to stay hydrated, back back stuff, so, you know, you don't want to you know, right. sit there and dehydrate yourself. So, so that all happened. And, and yes, TMI, Jeannie, but you're all my friends, okay? You're all here. You're all family. Don't worry about it. I'd have kicked you all out of the room, too, but you would have been there to witness, you know. You would have had to come <laughs> to pick up the jar. So anyway, uh, I'm sure there's a lot worse things you the part of this story you could be telling oh, us. So, so thank much you for worse. so much sparing worse. us. Yeah, I could make it worse, but I won't. So anyway, she comes back. It's good. That was a small comfort to know that we had a system because I seriously couldn't even 
shift an inch for 24 hours. Here's what's worse. I couldn't prop my head up either because that hurt. So I am right. flat ceiling looking. No TV. No freaking... Well, I had TV on, but all I could do was listen to, to Futurama. Yeah, you, yeah, you couldn't watch it. You didn't have a little, little periscope device set up or like no. a little... Uh... No, but I'm going to buy one in the meantime until for next time. No, no, no. <laughs> but it just, you know, that was that was cold. That was some comfort to have that going. And I couldn't really use my phone other than to tell you quick things or answer quick text yeah. or something. So I just laid there for a day Ugh. in this clothes that I changed into after my shower. And then the thought came to me at some point. I'm gonna have to see a man about a horse, right? It's gonna have to right. happen. <laughs> it's the uh, yeah, the, this this jar and, and uh, funnel situation is great and all, but uh, yeah, exactly. Now here's yeah. where it goes super south. Forget about okay, everything I've told you nope. sounds like a pain. Yeah. You deal with it. You you, yeah. you try to get better. You move on. All of that. The second night was it? The second night? Yeah. Second night. The nights are really hard. By then, I had been able to be lifted up by them. It really hurt, but I did it. I could putter sure. a little bit. I put some video up of me barely moving, went back to bed. But but I had a method, and it started, I could tell. It was getting better. It was alleviating. And okay. it was starting to shift to the right, which always happens for some reason. It's always on my right huh. side. Anyway, so this is all going on. And then that second night, I am actually think I'm going to sleep. I'm like, I'm so tired because I didn't sleep the night before. So I think I'm going to fall asleep here. So I start to fall asleep. Yeah. And then at midnight, I hear... Meep, 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 meep. Oh, no. Now, did you hear how many times that was? Five. Five of those. Yeah. Five meeps. Meep, meep, okay. Meep, meep, meep. Okay. Uh, now that's, oh, five meeps. <laughs> that was more than the usual two meeps that we had the previous uh -huh. couple of weeks. If you guys remember the story I told on the show. The CO, the CO detector. CO yes. detector. Exactly. And, and and thank you to all the people who emailed me and go, CO it's not CO2, Scott. It's CO. <laughs> I know. All right. I just effed it up. Just calm down. All right. Anyway. Right. So that thing meeps meeps five times and then there's no I woke up thinking did I dream that and then it's almost immediately meeping again and doing it rapidly I'm like yeah that doesn't sound good but I thought once you figured out what it was you were able to like replace the oh no because it was it's like a take out the whole wall kind of thing to yes and that's part of this fun story so oh gosh I forgot about that part of it actually I'm glad you brought that up so here's so here's what happens Kim I poke Kim and she's like and I'm like and she's dead tired for lots of reasons. Plus, she's taking care of me. She's had sure. a crazy week sure. herself. So she gets up. Carter gets up. They go into the hallway and they're looking at the thing. And it's saying, you know, all the warnings on it are, are flashing. And it's doing five meeps constantly. And it's really loud. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and we're like, do we evacuate? And I'm like, you guys remember where I am, right? What's going on with me? Because this is bad. <laughs> and they're like, well, we can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I said, call 911 and ask them what they do. Just call them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we haven't called 911 since the kids were three or something. And I don't even yep. remember what that was for. That was for my grandmother or something. So we so we did that. I don't know. It was when Carter or, uh, Taylor choked on plastic. Anyway. Oh, geez. Okay. Long time ago. She's fine now. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so <laughs> Kim calls 911 and 911 says, get out of the house and stay there because that sounds bad. And, and, and we have people just for this. So stay out there. Well, we're sending a, a crew of firefighters to your freaking house. Okay. So here we are at midnight. It's 31 <laughs> degrees outside, by the way. 
So freezing. Yeah. It's freezing. Oh, uh, I'm not wearing anything worth being outside in, and there's no time for me to do anything, let alone bend over and put anything on. Like yeah, I have to like go putting out, clothes like, on. You're not putting your pants on. You're putting your pants on zero legs at a time. Exactly. At this point. So they come in here. This thing's going meet meet meet. The dogs are going freaking out. Uh, and we got to get the animals out, which is a giant pain in its own right. Sure. So they come in to get me. Taylor, or sorry, Kim on one shoulder, Carter on the other shoulder. They lift me up. I am in excruciating pain from this. It's just killing me. I ended up having to fall on the floor on my knees and then have them pick me mm. up. So it's just a just a nightmare. Oh, uh-huh. and, and I'm like, this can't be happening. How could this timing be so bad? It hasn't meeped since the other meeps. So there's <laughs> new meeps. Right, right. So we go outside. And- Our long national meat mare was over, we thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living my own worst meat mare. So I go out front. I'm sitting in chairs. They're, they've sat me down. I'm freezing, so I'm shaking, and I'm holding myself kind of tight because you do when you're cold. That yeah. hurts. So I'm just yeah. going, oh, my gosh. Oh, God, yeah. If you shiver at all, I'm sure that's like, I'm like just being cold while you're in pain yeah, sucks. it's the worst. And I got one of the dogs, you know, patting at me, trying to get me to pet him, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you don't know what we're doing oh. here, do you? So finally, or actually pretty quickly, roop, roop, they pull up, hmm. and it's four firefighters. All with big old masks on, not COVID masks, like big old, like, we're going to find your CO leak masks. Gotcha. Oh, like, like uh, gas masks. Yeah. They look like World War One people, you know? Okay. Mustard gas. So they come in there and they bust through the door and Kim explains where everything is and they they go through there. They don't bust. They walk in and they say, now stay out here. Don't come in. We're going to go and do full test every level, every blah, blah, blah. And they have all these testers with them. So they go in there and it's still, I can still hear it going, meep, 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 meep. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, they're in there running around trying to find stuff. And we're not sure what's happening. About five, six months later, they come out and they go, well, you don't have any CO anywhere in this house. It's 100% clear. I think your thing's gone crazy. And we're like, well, it's in the wall. <laughs> like, we don't know what to do about that. Right. And so right. he says, well, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to try to take it off that wall and do as little damage as possible. I'm like, all right, go ahead and do that. He goes in there. Cranks it off of there somehow, brings it outside and hands it to us. I look at the back of it. Now, remember, this is one that you're supposed to mount and mount permanently or, you know, as permanently as they are. You're supposed to stick it in your wall and have it there. On the back is a sticker. And maybe other documentation existed at some point. The original owners had it. I don't know where you could read this somewhere else. But on the back of this detector, it says five meeps means or beeps. Uh I call them meeps. It'd be great if it said meeps. It would be great. (laughs) It says, in effect, it says five meeps means end of life for device, please replace. Okay. I just about (laughs) shit myself. I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? And but and what did they have to do? Like, was it just like a turn at an eighth, an eighth of a uh, rotation? It of, and yes, it, it was one of those with those like plastic hooks that if you don't turn it the right way, it won't work. But it just went sure shunk and pulled out. <laughs> and on the back it said, "If you're getting five beeps, just replace yeah. the device." It has nothing to do with it going off or any kind of whatever. So yeah. we took it off. We also happened that day to get because I did order another one and had it there but we thought well why isn't that one reading it and this one is reading it so it's just part of the chaos so oh it sucks. here's dude. a dumb question go ahead why not put that on the front that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying and also you know i guess we could have done it why a, does that have to be on the back like 
like, you know, oh, five meeps, this thing's end of life crate. I don't have to be super careful about taking it off. I can just rip it off the wall. It's it's a garbage design. It's and it's yeah. you know it's ten years old or twelve years old or something, but but still, it's a bad design. You don't put it on the back of the thing. How am I supposed to know? Now I could have done an exhaustive Google search and tried to track oh. this model down. That would yeah. have taken me forever. We're in 31 degree weather. There's firemen all over the house. Like I didn't know what to make any of that, so I just didn't do that. So when we finally got it and realized what it was, it was a huge relief. But now nobody can sleep. So then they got to right. lift me up again, carry well, me the into fire the department there. Couldn't the fire department? Don't they have those boards? Oh, those I, uh, no way boards with all that. the armhole or the the hand. Uh, Handles on the side that you just hey while you guys are here there are four of you could you run me back inside? <laughs> you literally just found my my pride breaking point. I I would that would have been I it. couldn't have done it. If they would have offered, I would have said no. Really? I'm good. I'm really? Good. Oh my god! I just like might as well, right? It's that's not gonna. It's it's a. I'm not Your proud tax of dollars it. at work. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but I have this point of pride where I where I just refuse to let people. I hate that feeling of, of like sure, being helpless sure. and someone else has to help me. I hate I it. it. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't do it. Anyway, long story short, back to bed, crisis averted, whatever. Did They don't charge you for that. They were really nice. Those guys were great. They were super cool. And if it had been a real issue, well, then we were doing the right thing and, you know, all that. There is no CO leak, leak at the house. And my, my brain kept going back to the, the earthquake in 2020. In uh, Was it March of 2020 we had that earthquake? Oh and, yeah, right. <laughs> Boy, yeah. in the in the grand scheme of 2020, yeah. sure forgot about that. Yeah, right. So my hand, my brain kept going back to that, going, well, maybe that shook something loose, broke a pipe, busted a thing, cracked a something. Yeah. You know, like you always think of those things, but yeah. it didn't. It was fine, and everybody's fine. There is no CO in the house. That thing's a piece of shit. It only meeped in the middle of the night. Whenever it did meep, right. it only meeped right. at night. No day, no day meeping. No yeah. day meeping. Only night meeping. Effing yeah. thing, effing thing, is what uh, Nandor would say. Effing thing, Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. Guillermo. Guy. Anyway, the point is, here's the point. Don't be like me and hurt yourself real bad so that you have another uh, thing to worry about, like a dumb uh, CO detector going shitty. Because it was the worst week. It was so bad. Plus, we had Kim was tending, tending kids all week. We had a million things going on was busy, 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 and then that happened. At the end of the day, I'm glad for the experience. It was a learning time for me, but mostly I'm just grateful the listeners gave us a little time off. Sorry, everybody. I hate doing that. I didn't want to miss shows. I didn't have yeah. a choice. I couldn't move. I tried oh, to I do... Could tell- yeah, and I could tell you know you 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 listeners don't see the text that I that Scott and I have back and forth, and it's like, oh, dude, this is killing me. I hate missing a show, but yeah. uh, we got a bump. I'm just in too much pain, and you can tell the you know when either, either one of us has to cancel or or suggest bumping the show, it's it tears us. You're tearing us apart, Lisa. That's right. It feels like yes. we're <laughs> it feels like we're you know letting everybody down, including ourselves, and we hate it. Um, yeah. But that's why we're doing today. And then a bunch of you freaked yeah. out and said, don't do any new shows. Like, You're supposed to take it off. And so we're like, all right, fine. We'll just do Monday. So we're here. We're here. We're doing a show on Monday. All right. Yeah. And by the way, as I got feeling better and could putter around a little bit, uh, I played a lot of Halo. Okay. That's what I did with my time. <laughs> Halo, the new Halo Infinite multiplayer is great. And I couldn't stop sure. playing it. And uh, 
it's great. So uh, game pass maybe yeah. game pass yeah game pass and also Person. they they yeah. put on they put in all those new game pass blade server things. Latency is like in. I can't find latency on the cloud stuff now. Oh Brian, what did you just do? Caught a gnat. This gnat has been driving me nuts. You murdered it. I murdered a gnat, and I'm happy about it, and I would do it again, 100%. Yeah, without even thinking uh, about it. Just kill that gnat. Who cares? Screw that gnat. All right. I want to say congratulations to a listener. So enough about me. I'm done telling you about my stupid effing back. All right? Uh, The only time you'll hear about it in the future is if something changes. But right now, we're good, and uh, I'm good. Okay? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say, and I'll continue to heal. It'll all be fine. I want to thank or say a congratulations to Diego or Diogo, Diago, Diogo, Diogo Santos. Oh no, Diogo. I'm sorry, Diogo. Is it Diogo? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I was trying to make him into a Pokemon. Oh well, look, gotta catch them all. Anyway, <laughs> he uh, he's getting married. He got hitched uh, or is getting hitched. The uh, there's a really great video of him and his fiance. Oh. Uh, with a proposal happening over oh. on the um, the Facebook Tadpole group. And I saw that and went, you know what? We should call that dude out for his awesome new life experience. So Heck yeah, a tad a tadposal. Yeah, tadposal. Uh, yeah, there's, some, there's some way to work it out. Yeah, I don't have it right now. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. We'll a work it out. proposal. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll <laughs> proposal. <laughs> give Brian, we got a little time this week. Brian will come up with a better yeah, one. I'll work worry. it out. I'll work it out. I'll report back on Monday. Yeah, with, uh, with, it'll be fine. Yeah. But I just wanted to say congratulations to them. It was a very sweet video and very, uh, seemed like just nice people. And uh, Diego's been around the you know the community forever and just nice to see when people have cool stuff happen to them so for sure so there you go oh well hey so a lot of things you know obviously we we've we've been gone a little uh, a fair amount of time scott and yeah. a lot has happened uh in the past uh, several days uh really quick i had in the notes movie theater experience and i want to talk about that yeah um, but before that, I want to talk about a concert experience because I forgot to bring this up because it was Tuesday night. We didn't do a show Wednesday. That's when I would have brought this up. Yeah. Uh, back in 2019, I bought tickets for uh, Chris Brown and myself to go see Nick Lowe and Los Straight Jackets. Mm. Uh, Nick Lowe, the guy everybody knows from the song Cruel to Be Kind, probably the best, best known for that. But also, um, he's the original artist behind the song What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding by Elvis Costello. Oh, Know that. He's the, he's the original, okay. and he's he's part of that whole group with uh, Elvis Costello, Billy Bremner, Dave Edmonds, uh, like that that whole era of pub rock was was all these guys, sure. and um, just amazing. So, bought these tickets back in 2019. We all know what happened. I don't need to say it. <laughs> and 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 finally, the the concert was rescheduled to last Tuesday. So me and uh, Chris Brown, I call him CB. CB and I went and we're like, oh, well, let's have dinner down there by the by the concert venue. And this was a place where you you had to show a vaccine card. You could not get in without a vaccine card. Sure. Um, Makes no, sense. Yes, exactly. It's like, uh, you know, it, I'm happy to see things like this. Mm-hmm. Totally happy to see things like this. Yeah, no problem. So we go to dinner. And while we're sitting there at dinner, I said, by the way, he's been listening to TMS lately. And I said, by the way, I hope you know that I've been really curbing my use of the phrase. The funny thing about that is, or the ah, funny thing is, because yeah. he's the person who actually called me out on it. He's the one who said, 
Brian, you know, you say that a lot. <laughs> funny thing is, and, and a lot of times it's not funny. It's interesting or it's it's coincidental, but it's not funny. He's he's probably seconds away from emailing me saying, quit saying, and the point is, or so the point is, or ultimately the point <laughs> he's is. Not, he's, he's no uh, Bob Peterson. I'll say oh. that. But not by a long shot. Where is Bob? Anyway, sorry. I don't keep know. Going. We missed Bob. Yeah, so he says, uh, so I, uh, so I, tell him i said i hope you know that i've been curbing it and not saying it. i'm trying to make a note about not saying it and without missing a beat he goes five times yeah what (laughs) i said what he says you've said it five times tonight so far (laughs) and and i picked him up from his house and we drove to the restaurant and somehow in that amount of time i'd already done that five times and you didn't even notice you were doing it Wow. Didn't even notice I was doing it. Look at him. He maybe he is Bob Peterson. He's, Peterson. He, maybe he is Bob Peterson. Yeah. So I uh, get to the concert. Go in. We see the the um, the way the the Oriental Theater is laid out. There's um, a stage level, and then there's like seats in the back, a big open floor, no seats where you just stand and get right up close to the stage, yeah. and then there's a balcony. And neither of us, like all the seats in the back of the stage floor were taken. We didn't want to stand and just be in a cluster of people regardless of everybody being vaccinated. Sure. Um, Nobody likes doing that in the best of times. So In the best of times, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, farts, hot farts all hot over farts. the place. Yep. There. People are dancing and singing along. It's just irritating. Yep. So we said, oh, let's check out the balcony. Balcony, on the other hand, very well set up. Um, people were already seated up there. They were... Uh, clustered in groups leaving a, a seat or two between them right so mm-hmm. it was like a couple people a seat or two then a couple more people seat or two four people and then a couple more seats etc and they were people were being very good about that yeah like great we grab we grab a couple seats uh, again a seat away from people on either side and uh, get some drinks take off our masks and and start waiting for the show house lights come down opening act comes out dude from uh, Wisconsin playing the guitar and in comes a couple, a couple of schlubs, <laughs> husband and wife, Mr. and Mrs. Schlub. Great. They go to the very front row where, where people have been leaving space and they take the space that people have been leaving in between the, the, the social distancing spaces. Lovely. So they just, they just take, you know, a couple, a couple groups that left two seats between them. They plop down their butts and sit right there, which happens to be directly in front of Chris Brown and I. Perfect. You and CB now obscured. Me and vision. CB. Yeah. Our, our view of the stage slightly obscured at this point. Not yeah. too bad, but slightly. Are obscured. Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Schlub tall people, or are they average height? They're they're average height. Okay. They're wide people. They're not tall people. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on which direction you're talking. Right. Right. Yeah. right. They're tall if they're laying down. Okay. <laughs> they 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 sit down and then they kind of the the wife kind of looks around. And then she gets out her phone, which is both tuned to the absolute highest brightness possible. Excellent. And with the largest font possible. Great. And types a message to her husband saying, I can't believe nobody around us is wearing a mask right now. What? You took it? After they just took the social distancing seats. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, How how unaware were they? That's so dumb. Completely oblivious. All right. So Chris Brown sees and he kind of laughs. Is like, yeah, did you see what her thing said? And and like, yeah, great. Her text well, was that over, big you could read. Her, her text freaking... was that big you could read it. Oh my gosh! And All it right. continued, Scott. Oh, oh these guys, these two, had their phones out for the entirety of the concert, and 
every once in a while when it was a song they recognized, like, oh, Cruel to be Kind, they'd flip over to their photos, because these were iPhones, flip over to their their uh, photography or their camera, yeah. go to video, record a few seconds of video, and then the husband would like put it up on Facebook. The rest of the time, he was scrolling through Facebook Looking, waiting for people to comment on the videos he was posting, like in his notifications. How do I know this? How how was I able to see this, Scott? Mm. Because his phone was set to the maximum brightness and his font was super large. Wow! I can tell you his uh, unlock code was one 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 one. Well done, dude. <laughs> and it was big enough. His his font was big enough that I was able to see his full name on Facebook, and so I friended him during the concert. No way. Yes. Tell me you tell me you got on there and messaged him or something. Tell me you, you said something. I got I got I friended him. I was like, oh, I'm gonna like rip him one. I'm just gonna like comment on this video and saying, Oh, it was nice of you to stop perusing uh, scrolling through your notifications long enough to watch some of the concert. <laughs> and then as I do it, I see, oh crap, we've got a mutual friend. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna completely like friend him comment on the thing and then peace out and then <laughs> unfriend them mute block whatever you're gonna do like a quick drive-by shooting version of a drive-by uh, right drive-by uh, commenting yeah i decided i decided against it dang it who Chris was the mutual, Brown, however who was the mutual friend though do you know do you remember who yeah it it's somebody i know okay. from uh yeah one of my trivia buddies and and it's like, ah, oh, damn it. But he did. By the way, he friended me back immediately without even without even hesitation. Even though he's been, you know, they'd been looking around all night at all the people not wearing masks. I'm surprised he's <laughs> surprised he didn't recognize me. Yeah, like, no kidding. Oh, are you this bald guy here? Right Is this now? you? You really want to be my friend? Right. That's so Chris great. Brown, and then and she's pulling her phone out, like she's got her phone out the whole time doing the same thing. She's scrolling through a New York Times article. Again, I know this because I can clearly see the app, I can clearly see the headline, and I can see her kind of scrolling through it and and just obnoxious as hell. Chris Brown at this point has had enough, and he leans forward and he says something to her, and she it, almost like she was struck by a by a baseball bat, turns her phone off, puts it in her lap, and doesn't open it for the rest of the night. Wow. Got her then. Exactly. So as we're walking out of the concert, yeah. that was during the last song, or it was during the last encore. As as we're leaving, yeah. I'm like, dude, what did you say to her to to get her to do that, to get her to put it away so quickly. Yeah. And he says, Brian, why don't you take a guess? And I said, oh, did you say something like, if you don't put your effing phone away right now, you're going to have to wiggle your butt to make a call? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I did use way more uh, harsh language, by sure. the way, that you would hardly believe words I was using. Sure. And he's like, no, I just said, Every time you turn your phone on, the brightness shines right back in my face. Maybe turn it off. Oh, see, and that's all he said. Yeah, he was civil about it. He was nice about it, and he and she she reacted well. And, she and there it just goes to show you, there's nothing funny about peace, love, and understanding. You just need to have it every once in a while. That's right. Sometimes you need to have it, but. Yeah, that's great. Yes. I was afraid there was going to be a brawl or something, but I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a brawl. I don't know why you go to a concert and do that on your phone the whole time. Like right. If you're going to a concert, look, I understand. Hey, I'm going to pull out the camera and shoot a little video of a favorite song of mine. Absolutely. Totally good. But it. when you're not doing that, either turn the phone off, put it in your lap, or put it in your pocket, or, or whatever. But 
but you know, scrolling, reading a New York Times article while this awesome band is playing. Holy crap! The low straight jackets were fan freaking tastic. Yeah, I bet they were. Yeah, wearing their luchador masks the entire time. Nick Lowe was doing every one of his hits. There was not a nothing left on the table. Every song that we wanted to hear, he performed. Maybe they were influencers. Maybe they were like that dude in the in the yeah. bus in uh, Shang Chi, where he was like. Yeah. Yo, what what is up, fam? I'm watching this fight on the bus. And maybe, maybe, maybe they, so. Yeah, maybe that yeah. was it. But uh, the fact yeah. that she was reading like some New York Times article, A, that's weird in a concert. <laughs> B, yes. you got to subscribe to the New York Times to even read it. That's right. That's right. Oh, by the way, this guy is um, uh, because I, you know, I had to look, look at his Facebook profile. Um, he is a member of a band. A local Denver band, wow. and you'd think maybe he'd have a little more respect for bands. Is his you'd band? Think. Is his, is the band called uh, uh, Thirty Two Point? Because that'd be great for his hundred <laughs> percent brightness yeah. and the thirty two points. Thirty two points. That's right. <laughs> hey, I anyway. love brightness and the thirty two points. They're amazing. They're so good. <laughs> That's a fun so, uh, time. Yeah. yeah, I won't. Uh, I won't do my movie theater story, but I will tell you. You know what? Maybe I'll save that for um, for another another either another day or something else, and and uh, we'll get it out there. But you did a double uh, a double. Uh, what do you call it? Tri- technically triple, right? Because we saw Ghostbusters Thursday night. Oh right, right. We saw last night in Soho Saturday night, and then we saw um, French Dispatch Sunday afternoon. So okay, three so movies three, in the last uh, wow. several days. I watched Dune again last night, so I, I guess I yeah I don't know that doesn't really count a rewatch of a thing I already liked. But okay, yeah. so let's just do a quick thumbs up, thumbs down across the board without too much spoilery. Yes, Did you absolutely. like everything? Let's that you start saw? with Ghostbusters. Yeah, um, we loved Ghostbusters. You know, it's it's um, it's a tremendous homage to the original. But there's enough new story with these kids, with Finn Wolfhard and um, uh, this girl who plays uh, Phoebe, his sister. Mm-hmm. Phoebe, is that right? Phoebe, yeah, she's a Ro- uh, Ross, uh, Ross and Phoebe. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. Joey and Phoebe. Uh, anyway, it's it's a very sweet homage, not just to the original film, but it's a love letter to Harold Ramis and. They do a thing in this film, and all I'm going to say is they do a thing in this film that I I have hated in the past, mm. and they do it so well in this one that I loved it. Oh, wow. So okay. that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. I am really curious um, about that. You kind of hinted at that the other day. I have no idea what yeah. that is until I see it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Last Night in Soho was really good, surprisingly uh, different than than what I was expecting as far as what the trailers give you and what the actual movie is. Um, Edgar Wright, it's kind of a, um, his tribute to film noir in mm, a way, mm. but there's, there's a lot of interesting, like time, tra- sort of time travel, more like, uh, apparitions, things like that that go on them. Like, Oh, this is really good. And Anya Taylor joys. Great. She she's, is great. She's great. Yeah. yeah. She's the future of movie lady. I think she's going to be, I amazing. think so. Yeah. yeah. Future, so, future Hollywood. So and uh, French Dispatch was the Wes Andersoniest of Wes Anderson movies. Uh, the dude comes in, he even tells you at the very beginning what you're going to get, which he's never done in a Wes Anderson movie before. Oh, <laughs> but wow. at the very beginning, you get, you almost get an outline like it's a PowerPoint presentation of why my. Is your Alexa, thing going off? Stop. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said, but. 
Yeah. She's doing something. Uh, <laughs> Wes Anderson's like always listening. Yeah, he's, he tells you what you're going to get, and he delivers it. And it's... Um, it's one of those, then. It's one of those, and there's nothing at all wrong with it. It's fantastic. I so, love his movies. So, sure actually, you know, good reviews all around. I'd, I'd say... Uh, you see anything yet this year where you're like, oh, Oscar bait, we're in, we're in it now. We're gonna win an Oscar with this movie, sort of deal. Um, of the three of those, I could actually see French Dispatch being yeah. nominated. Yeah, probably but nominated. Probably for sure. not the other two. Yeah, may not win. Mm-hmm. Probably nominated because he's that yep. guy now. He, he gets. He's that guy now. Yep, yeah, exactly. Which is totally fine with me. Uh, yep. Go back, but go back and retroactively give it to the Royal Tannenbaums, one of the greatest films. Ever made. <laughs> so good, yeah. Um, did you? Uh, was, was I going to say? Um, uh, oh, I, I'm convinced after my second viewing of Dune that they'll get nominated for best uh, possible best direction, but for sure special effects. The special effects and cinematography are yeah. unfreaking believable. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. So everyone else, yeah. step to the side. Let let the <laughs> let the French guy through. He he wins those categories. Yes. All right. I mean, I could see that that would be the one place where Eternals could actually get get um, noticed is in cinematography, because yeah. that is a beautiful movie. Yeah, I keep hearing that. I got to see that too. I really yeah. like Shang Chi. I had a really good time. Yeah, enjoyed it. You know what? I need to watch it again, but I really did. I really did enjoy it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I, I don't understand the Aquafina character. I like her generally, but I don't understand why yeah. she's in that. It's a weird. She's you know she's weird. your Cat Dennings in the Thor movies. Uh, or as you like to call them, the Thor movie. Yeah, the Thor, uh, the Thor she's... movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've seen two. I can say movies. You've but... seen Ragnarok. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's true. But uh, it's a and, and I, I really okay. I'll tell you what distracted me, and then we'll finally move on here. Those guardian lions toward the final. Oh yeah. Third of the film. That's all I can think about anymore. I want one of those oh, so bad. Yeah. They're so badass. Like I've never seen. You see statues cool. and you yes. see you know the ones that are in front of temples and all that and you always go, "Oh, what a cool design or whatever." But to see them fully realized like that? That sh- those shook me, man. Those were so Super badass. Cool. Oh, I love yeah. Them. All right. Yep. Well, all now right. we have to make an executive decision. We have 10 minutes. Oh, we got to do. We got to play this game. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's already. Wow, look at that. So That's I, all right. We'll 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 go through this quick. We're make this work. We're making it work, you guys. Here's what you got to do. Call the number 801-471-0462 if you want to participate in today's thing cuz you're going to be going up against me cuz we don't have done away today. So call right. now. This is happening. That's right. It's a chance for us to play Babel Royale this time with the help of a listener. Well, no, with a listener who could win some stuff is what I'm trying to say. That's and, right. Yes, and a listener. This is a new game, by the way. This is not something we've played before, so this uh, Ooh. this will be fun. This I'm will be fun. A little nervous. All right, let's find out who's on the line. Hi, who's this? Hi, guys. It's Amy. Hello, Amy. Hey. Nice to have you back. How are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm so glad you're feeling better, Scott. I know it's, my husband has had similar stuff so it's and it's just miserable it's the worst but so. i am feeling better and everybody was very very nice while i was out so uh huge huge thanks to everybody for being so nice uh yeah. all right we're gonna go for this hey brian you want to explain to amy what she's in for today i will welcome to buy the numbers a game uh where scott is gonna have to guess pop culture numbers um with the aid of red fraggle here uh amy you're gonna be guessing if the actual answer that scott gives is higher no you're, you're gonna guess if the actual answer is higher or lower than scott's guess see i haven't written this all this part up but uh uh this is how it's gonna be played sure. uh if you get three out of five you win a couple of games from the steam library here dead in vinland and horizon chase turbo 
Ooh, oh, that's a great game. Horizon cool. Chase for a Turbo is fan freaking tastic. That's a I, awesome. I, I own that in three places. I liked it so much. It's very good. <laughs> I own that game in three places. <laughs> All right. So here's so here's how it's going to work, Amy. I'm going to give Scott a question, pop culture question. That the answer is a number. He's going to give his numerical guess. If he's right, I'm just going to give you a point right away. If he's wrong, I'm going to ask you if the actual answer is higher or lower than the number he gives me. And if you get three of these right, then you win. That's that's how it works. Oh, this is great. This is like Bob Barker kind of stuff a little bit. It kind of is. It yeah. kind of is, yes. It's it's actually kind of card sharks, I guess. Oh. Yeah, they I was going to say, it's like card sharks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's card sharks. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm down. Scott, yeah. in the movie Alien, yeah. just Alien, yeah. Singular. How many minutes into the film do we hear the first line of dialogue? Oh, okay. Because you know it's super quiet, right? It's, it's like, very you know, like quiet space. No one can hear you talk for a long time, and uh, nobody wakes up till, or it doesn't happen until people wake up from cryo. I think. It, does the computer? Does no, mother? It's not dialogue. Mother, mother going with her right. little uh, notifications does not count, not count as dialogue. Okay, so just spoken language of some sort. Exactly. Um, I'll give it. It must be significant, or this wouldn't be a question. So I'm going to say fifteen minutes. Okay, fifteen minutes is incorrect. Amy, is the correct answer higher or lower than fifteen minutes? Hmm. Well, I know a reel is usually twenty minutes, and I think it would be significant if it wasn't. If it was like after the first reel, like the first whole reel was silent. So That's, I'm going to go higher. Look at her looking back on in time and okay. going like, hey, it was the late 70s and we still did reels. And uh, I don't know. There's something about that. All right. All right. Uh, the actual answer is lower. It's six minutes. Oh, it's only six? The first line of dialogue. Only six. Oh, I swear it was longer. Yeah. All right. That that's, was a tricky that's one. That's pretty significant for a movie. I mean, movies usually, you know, as soon as the credits are done rolling, you hear you hear dialogue. But uh, Wow, lower right. than I thought. Okay. All right, Scott. Yeah. How many times is the full line, I've got my mind set on you, sung in the song, <laughs> Got My Mind Set on You? So the full line, I've got my mind set on you. How many times does George Harrison sing that song in, uh, or sing that line in the song? Uh, hmm. let's go with. Oh, that feels too high. I'm not gonna go that high. Uh, <laughs> let's go with. Um, twelve. Let's say twelve. Twelve. Okay. 12 is incorrect. Uh, Amy, is the actual answer higher or lower than 12? All right. It's got to be higher. I, I, I have to think it's higher because like that's like half the song. <laughs> it is half the song. You're right. I hope it's higher because then it, I feel redeemed somehow if it's higher. All right. Is the actual answer higher or lower? It is indeed higher 18 times 18. Uh, the line is sung in that song. Okay. I figured it was some kind of even number. Because yeah, that's how stanzas. It would be are. right. Uh, there's uh, four choruses where he sings it four times, and then there's another uh, sub-chorus where he sings "I've got my mind set on you," and then you hear Jeff Lynne going "Set on you." Oh, so we're counting those then? Or we don't not? count the we okay. don't count the partials, only the fulls. only the fulls. Okay, that's right. All right, that's right. All that's right. Still too many times, by the way. I just want to put it out there. Eighteen is too many. Go ahead. <laughs> Eighteen is too many. Okay, yeah. uh, in the film. Die in the Christmas movie Die Hard. Oh yeah, the holiday favorite Die Hard. Holiday yeah. favorite Die Hard. How much money was Hans Gruber after 
in uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, um, how much was he trying to steal? Oh, geez, because uh, he would say that those 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 uh, bonds were worth something. That's right, exactly. Three hundred million dollars. All right, is uh, is the actual answer three hundred? It is not. Uh, Amy, is the actual answer higher or lower than three hundred million? Ooh. Okay. This is hard because you got to p- count for it inflation. It is hard. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, okay, what, what would have seemed like a big but plausible number back then? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Right. Exactly. Late 80s numbers are not the same as today's. Oh, that's right. It was late 80s. Yeah. Early 80s. Yeah. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go lower. Okay. The actual answer is... Oh, it is higher. $640 million <laughs> in, in bonds. 640 Six hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, oh, I thought it was like an even straight up like three hundred, five hundred, something like that. All right. Okay. Well, we've got two questions left. You're gonna need to run these questions to win the prizes, Amy. So let's hope. Uh, let's see how it goes. Scott. Yeah. The Boeing seven forty seven dash eight has the worst toilet to passenger ratio in the sky, <laughs> with one toilet per how many passengers? Why are two of these questions so far absolutely made for me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you rephrase the last part of the question Absolutely, again? yes. So uh, the worst toilet-to-passenger ratio in the sky, meaning uh, too few bathrooms for too many passengers, One uh, with one toilet per how many passengers on the plane? So in other words, you take the number of passengers on the plane, divide that by the number of bathrooms, and that's the ratio of, of toilets to passengers. I'm going to say one toilet for... That's a big plane. One... One toilet per every 20 passengers. All right. 20 is incorrect. Amy, is the actual answer higher or lower than 20? So the number of passengers per per, per each toilet. Yeah, yes. if you average them out, okay. like they all had to use the toilet at once, how many per toilet if you even them out? Uh... What a nightmare, hmm. by the way. What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And what did you say? You said 20? I said you 20. Said 20. Yeah, per 20 passengers. Okay. If it's higher than that, I will never take that plane. F those guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's, it's higher because it's like, it's terrible. Like, right? Like, it's so it's, it's, it's known for being awful. So let's go, let's go higher. All right. The actual answer is. 48. That number is higher. Good job. You got that one. Nicely done. Yeah. One one toilet per 48 passengers. Yeah. On a screw Boeing that. 747 8. That's some bull crap. That's, they've gone too far. They already have gone too far with how much they cram us in. That's too much. Freaking forget yes. it. Yes. Losers. Jerks. That's right. All right. Oh, I love it. Came down. It's coming down to the final question. And, and uh, Amy, you could win these prizes if, if uh, this works out. Scott, what is the tomato meter score of the film Parasite? Um, <laughs> ninety-eight. I'll say ninety-eight. Ooh, is is the answer ninety-eight? It is. It is. Congratulations, you nailed it. Yeah, which means he <laughs> wins the prizes. <laughs> I can't believe I got that right. I was totally guessing. I knew it was high. I had no idea though. I knew it was in the nineties. That was a total. <laughs> well fluke. done. Wow. All right. Well, Amy, that means you've won. That's amazing. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You get the whole chicken dinner, Brian, uh, or Amy, and then Brian will send it to you. Coverville at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, how, do you, yes. how do you feel about your win? Awesome. 
Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much because, like, I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna know that one. So <laughs> that was that was down to you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> because, I had no idea. Because I would have had to go with the odds, and if it wasn't that, I would have had to go lower. And uh, I knew it was, know, I knew so. it was really high, and I don't think there's such a thing as a 100 out there. At least it's at fully release. Sometimes they get that in early right. reviews, but I don't think there's a. You get a that early, and then it usually like. Peter's out. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have been safe. If I'd have said 90, you'd have been safe saying higher probably. And we would have, uh, we could have, right. we could have totally made this thing work for you regardless. Uh, we could have gained. Right, yeah. Scott system. could have said 5% and then guaranteed you the win. Oh but yeah. Look at that. Not to do that. Yeah. yeah. This is this right, game. Yeah. This, this game's all left up. Well, anyway, just kidding. <laughs> uh, Brian plays on the honor system and we're happy to play in there. Uh, well, well done. You did it. And uh, it's always fun talking to you. Have a fantastic week and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, Brian. Oh, and happy yes. Thanksgiving. I know I know that Amy uh, probably makes a mean turkey. I actually don't know. I, I bet she does. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to spend some time with our old pal, Steven Schleicher. Going to do a little bit of that stuff, and I'm glad we are because i got some questions for him. And uh, he's brought some cool stuff to the table as well. After that, we're going to do recommendals today in a little switcheroo. Randy will be joining us, and we'll uh, make up for what we couldn't what? play on, on Wednesday. On a Wednesday? Uh, what? I know. It's crazy. But I can't do any of this shit until you play a song. Well, let's get to something that's fast pass, fast paced, or the fast pass, fast, pass. fast paced, and in your face. Um, this is a band called Joker's Hand, and a song called "Goth Girlfriend." As you can probably guess, it's an ode to individuality and healthy rebellion. Um, and the the song itself is fantastic, but the video is even better. So check it out. Um, these guys just performed at the Venice West in California. And, uh, I expect a lot of great things from this band. They are so, so good. This comes from a forthcoming, uh, eight song EP called all American rage, which gets released in a couple of weeks. December 7th is when you can pick up that brand new EP from Joker's hand with the following song. Here is Joker's hand and goth girlfriend.
come out in the day Loves to drink and loves to lay Dress from head to toe in midnight black I love a good pair of socks, and so do you. Don't lie to me. You know you do. Well, how about our friends at Bombas? Bombas makes socks that are comfortable and look great with a wide variety of options. And for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need, which is maybe my favorite part. They're also great socks. They're made from from super soft materials like uh, merino wool or Pima cotton or even cashmere. Mm. All I know is in the winter months, uh, you're going to benefit from these fine materials. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Mine do not get holes in them. Anyway, for everything you do, there's a pair of Bomba socks. Performance styles for every sport. Uh, that sort of thing. Got holiday sizes as well. If you're feeling a little festive, you want some Christmas socks, that sort of thing. Bombas has the coziest gifts for everybody on your list. And uh, thanks to their festive gift boxes, you won't even have to wrap them. Just do the gifting. That's the easy part. Socks are one of the most uh, requested clothing items at homeless shelters as well. That's why Bombas donates one of them every time you buy a pair. It's pretty great. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every single item sold with an equal item donated. So this holiday, when you're gifting Bombas to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give-give. Go to bombas.com slash TMS to get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash TMS for 20% off your first purchase. And we want to thank BetterHelp at BetterHelp.com. Ask yourself this. What interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving your goals? Well, you can start communicating in under 48 hours with licensed professional therapists that they're going to match you with. BetterHelp will connect you in a safe and private online environment and it's very convenient all without having to sit in the uncomfortable waiting room that nobody likes BetterHelp is a more affordable than traditional online counseling uh, option and financial aid is available that's good right they offer a broad range of expertise which may or may not be available in many of your areas out there so here's the deal anything you share is confidential it's convenient professional and affordable and whether it be relationships family conflicts anger grief trauma whatever the issues are you'll be able to get the help you need. Licensed professionals in all 50 states, and they're even growing because, well, the audience is growing. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash morningstream. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash morningstream for 10% off that first month. Do it today. Smell this. It makes me feel fantastic, so I do it when I wanna. Is it impossible for you to lose weight? The answer is in the stars. 
You guys want some sandwiches? This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. That song once again. That song is called Goth Girlfriend from the band Joker's Hand. Nice. Someone in the chat asked where that marijuana song came from. I don't know. I just found a clip of it, and that's as long as the version I got was. I don't know who <laughs> oh, does really? it. That's all you have. This is all I have. I'll play it again just for funsies. Smell this. Start to smell this. I love smoking marijuana. It makes me feel fantastic, so I do it when I want it. I bet we could find it. Somebody out there is going to yeah. figure it out and tell yeah, us. Somebody so. knows where that comes from. Yeah. yeah. And sure. me playing it twice probably got me DMCA striked. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we are back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. It's time to uh, get Steven all up in it. Yeah. And uh, good news. Just a quick report here. Feeling pretty good here. I'm not having any. Uh, good, good. Can, can handle uh, at least an hour of a show so far. See how the so rest far, of it so goes. So good. Yeah. All right, let's get him in here. Oh, whoops. He goes under the different name here. That's why I always do that. All right. Oh, I added Ace Detect to this and didn't mean to. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Get out of there, Tom. All right, Tom's but, out of there. But discorded you. Yeah, didn't mean to do that. Else, although it won't let me remove him. So this is not good. Hold on. Oops. Is it removing him? Oh yeah, it's got it got him removed. Although he's still ringing he's still up top. Still blinking. He's... <laughs> I don't think that's good. I will feel so bad if I interrupt him. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why that happened. Anyway, we'll let that just do the rings of ringage as long as it feels like it. While we welcome our old pal Stephen to the show by playing this thing here. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. Hey, look who it is, you guys! It's Stephen Schleicher, all the way from Hayes, Kansas, and the beautiful, wonderful, uh, the amazing, and the one of a kind MajorSpoilers.com. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, man. Hello. You home? Oh, this, man. You home this week? Or you? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm home all this week. The boys get off on Wednesday, but uh, I don't have. I don't have to go to work. I can hear it in your voice. Nice. I can hear it. Yeah, you sound. You sound happy. Yeah, and our, yeah. <laughs> it's it's our walls are very thin at the workplace, mm-hmm. and so if I get too excited or too loud, I know people hear me talking. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can't have they can't have that. You know, can't. Yeah, have. so I can't say things like poopy butt or turd face. <laughs> or, but monkey, I can't say any of those things. No, there's a real there's a real theme to what you got going there. I like, I like yeah, where you're going. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. Uh, and my, uh, yeah, go ahead. My wife was very concerned about you, Scott. Oh, because I I'd, I'd seen the announcement on Wednesday that you had hurt your back and you yeah. weren't going to do uh, the thing. But for whatever reason, she follows you on Facebook or something. And I guess it was the for day whatever that you had, reason. Yeah, she well, she doesn't know. She's like, I don't know why I follow Scott on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, and he's he's a cool guy. And she's like, yeah, that's probably. Yeah, that's. But she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, is Scott okay? Did he have back surgery? Because uh, she had seen the video of you doing your little walking around. Oh, she thought maybe it was like recovery surgery or yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. video. So she's like, oh man, I hope he's okay. And I'm like, eh, I think he just hurt his back really bad. Oh, that's really sweet of her to say that. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, that was the day I decided for for whatever reason I thought it'd be fun to sort of. Uh, oh I, yeah. I got baited into that Twitter audio thing. So if you use the Twitter app, it lets you record audio and people can listen to it. Not everyone has it. I don't know how they're rolling it out but i got it anyway um so i did a few of those because it was hard to type and like look at the screen i could just hit record and say stuff and then thought i would film it and then by the third or fourth one of those i did i went nobody cares about this bullshit i'm not doing this anymore so that's why you didn't hear from me from like thursday afternoon and on because i was just like well what's the point you're all you're all i guess that had been friday whatever my schedule's all left up i don't remember when this started (laughs) Like it really messed me up. It made me appreciate. Let me t- let me tell you this thing, and I you know, I don't mean to get uh, this doesn't sound mushy. I hope or whatever. 
<clears throat> but it gave me this appreciation for it's easy to forget there are people who have such chronic conditions, whatever they may be. It may not be their back, it could be a million other things, it could be a cancer they're going through, it could be anything, where they're that and worse all the time, 24-7, constant pain, trying to manage medication, trying to make it happen and work. And sometimes you forget just what that might be like, even just a taste of what that might be like. So I just am really I really feel for people who have to deal with this all the time. I don't know how they do it. Uh, I, you're, you're, you're superhuman strength people. Cause I don't know how you do it. Like I am such a puss yeah. when I go down. I'm the you, worst. Do you take meds? Uh, Oh, I didn't even tell you. So I, they gave me some muscle relaxers this time. Oh, there you go. And, uh, those can make you a little loopy. And I, I took one, uh, before playing halo for about three, four hours and medically enhanced halo play. Is really something. <laughs> I mean, I huh, was like, interesting. It was hey. weird. I like had extra focus, but was relaxed at the same time. Oh. It was odd. Like I kind of liked it. <laughs> like I kind of want to do that again. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it again. All right, everybody. I'm. I'm. But you know, you could, if you want, you, you can mark the timestamp yeah. here, ladies and gentlemen. I ended Scott's up only <laughs> into Percocet addiction. <laughs> I ended up only taking two of those overall uh, for two different days because I really dislike taking pills of any kind if I can avoid it and so I stopped but I do have those in case anything ever goes south again and I or if I just really need to zen out to some Halo Infinite multiplayer and I got I got a you know five or six pills left so I'll let you know how that goes but uh, yeah Jeannie I probably did stand a little stone in one of those videos but those were great and look hats off to my doctor she knew exactly what to get and she knew what I'd need she's she's dealt with me before on this and it, it all went fine so I guess what I'm saying to all, listen, all you people with chronic pain conditions, I don't think I've been kind enough to you. I, I get it, man. <laughs> I feel like you guys go through Aww. hell and it's hard. Uh, I'm trying to be more mindful of it. So if you're listening to me and you're, and you're a chronic pain sufferer, uh, I felt like you for a couple of days. I'm going to try to remember what that felt like. All right, moving on. Hey, Steven, uh, yes. let's talk about a couple things here. Okay. Um, oh, I did want to tell you that I saw Shang-Chi and I really liked it. I can't yeah. remember what you said. Did you like it? Were you kind of... Oh, yeah. I really liked it. My wife really liked it a lot. I had some issues with some of the special effects stuff that looked a little fakey and green screeny at times when it was like, this is a physical set you built. Why are you green screening this person in front of mm. it? So oh, there were yeah. a few of those. Yeah. And there were some when they were just talking. Like, mm -hmm. uh, yes. I noticed that too, that when they were with Michelle Yeoh in the village mm -hmm. and they're just mm -hmm. standing looking over this vista or whatever, I was like, that ain't being filmed in the same effing place. I don't know what they're doing yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so that kind of bummed me out. But the the for the most part, actually, special effects I thought were really great A and awesome. They just got weird with some of the practical mix. And, and a lot of that, I think, was maybe some reshoots during COVID. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And so it's like, point. hey, stand in front of the green screen. We'll do all the other stuff later. Yeah, they they um, I just I guess I just came away going. Marvel took care with things like choreography mm -hmm. and telling uh, telling an Asian hero perspective in a way that just felt really um, like they really put something into it, not just surface level Kung Fu, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. I, I was really, I was pleased by that. I don't think Aquafina should be in there. And the reason I don't think that is not her. It's the way this character is written. She's just a friend who drives cars with him where they go park cars for a valet service. She happens to tag along. She picks up a bow for five seconds and now she's basically an Avenger. That's weird. Well, maybe. Uh, I mean, she went so, through a lot of training on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. In that little. Did they? Because uh, they didn't want her to. They didn't want her to do anything 
after the old guy's like, "Don't get killed," or "You aren't trained enough." You know, like they're always mad at her. I don't know. There's just something about she. It. She is the everyman character, right? So right, when we exactly. look at the history of characters in comic books, especially the reason why so many superheroes have sidekicks is because these comics are aimed at kids. Well, what better way to fulfill a fantasy requirement than to have a young kid that's probably the age of the reader uh, feel like they are part of the of the comic book that they're reading, right? Yeah. So it's that fantasy fulfillment. So Aquafina serves the everyman character in that we, the normie, get to experience this entire adventure through the eyes of the normal person in the story. Everyone else has these fantastic, crazy powers except for her. Right. So that is that's your your through character, your everyman character in the, in the piece. And the only other thing I would say, if there's any goodness in the world, Tony Leung gets a Best Supporting Actor nomination. Mm. Uh, I think he's great in this. Now, I've always always loved that dude. I loved him in Hard Boiled and all the old John Woo Hong Kong stuff. But the guy that plays his dad, uh, it had the most had the most uh, what's the word most passionate performance of the entire cast. I thought. And I thought he just killed it. I love that dude. So, so yeah. You want to you want to freak me out at the end of the year? Uh, Academy of Sciences of Arts and whatever. You come out and go. And the award or uh, nominations for best supporting and give one to this guy. He's had a lifetime of amazing work. Now's the time for Tony Leung. Go for it. All right. It's not gonna happen, <laughs> but I want it to. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Dark Horse. They're gonna publish Star Wars comics again. I don't understand that. Why? What they do? Uh, they uh, so uh, for years Star or Star Wars comics were being printed by Dark Horse. Some really great runs of Star Wars comics, but when Lucasfilm was acquired by Disney, um, Marvel then reacquired the rights to publish Star Wars comics. Uh, at the time, the Star Wars uh, license was up, and they opted not to review, renew with Dark Horse. Mm -hmm. Since then, um, IDW Publishing has been running a lot of all ages, quote unquote, kid friendly comics. That are Star Wars related, uh, yeah. Star Wars Adventures, Star Wars The High Republic Adventures, and Star Wars Vader's Castle, which is a fun series that they do every October. Well, IDW's um, licensing with Marvel titles, the Marvel Adventures titles, and the Star Wars titles uh, came to an end. And so now it looks like Dark Horse will be publishing the High Republic Adventures stuff that IDW was publishing. That being said, if you read the press release that I posted at Majorspoilers.com, it makes it sound like Dark Horse will be doing all of the High Republic series completely instead of Marvel Comics. And there are a couple of High Republic series currently running at Marvel Comics that are ending right around the same time that these new Star Wars comics at Dark Horse are taking off. So I don't know if it's all Star Wars, the High Republic stuff, or just the IDW stuff. Why are they doing that, though? Why, why is Marvel cool? With, or why is Disney and Marvel like, hey, yeah, let's give it back to Dark Horse. I don't understand what the value to that so, is. So here is my Stevens punditry rant kind of bit. <gasps> Hold on, Marvel I got a clip for that. Like, <laughs> I Marvel that. doesn't like to publish comics for kids. All right, there. I gave mm. you just a If you go and look, some of the best kids comics that feature Marvel superheroes yeah. are the Marvel superheroes adventures that that IDW was publishing. Yeah. And they just seem to they uh, Marvel at one time did a whole line of Disney comics that went nowhere, and I really think Marvel is just not interested in publishing the the kid-friendly comics. Interesting. And I don't think of Dark Horse as a kids publishing house though either no i don't know but if you were the publisher that used to be the top dog when it came to star wars and then you lost the star wars franchise and you had the chance to get even a portion of the star wars franchise again i think you'd jump for it 
Yeah, he probably would. I mean, they they when all that stuff got stripped from them, including aliens and all mm-hmm, predator and all that. Yeah, stuff, yeah. which really, <clears throat> if they're gonna do, uh, well, I, okay. So I read that newer, newish uh, alien run they're doing on Marvel. It's okay. It's not, yeah, it's not great. great, but it's okay. Um, it doesn't have the edge that they did when they were over at Dark Horse, and that's why. Like, if if I had my way, I'd be like, give Dark Horse that stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like, let them. And and they might down yeah. the road. I mean, certainly the option from my perspective is that Disney says, "Hey, we should keep this all in house." Trying to walk a, th- a fine line of not being a monopoly in terms of squeezing all the other publishers out just because they have a comic book publisher. Mm-hmm. But I think they're like, let's try this out at Marvel. And if it doesn't work, then when the license uh, expires or when it's time to see if anyone else is willing to pay us for this, mm-hmm. that's when they'll go out to Dark Horse again. Like for uh, recently, um, Dark Horse, uh, probably about two or three years ago, lost the Conan publishing oh, rights yeah. and Marvel picked those up. And so that's why we have Savage uh, Avengers and Conan running at Marvel. And now I believe that that is ending at Marvel, and so we may see Dark Horse try to reacquire the the Conan rights. Again. Well, good because Conan comics are supposed to be really bloody, and these Marvel ones aren't very bloody. Yeah, like I'm not look, I'm not Joe Violence here or anything, but I I just think Conan needs room to breathe. That's the history of that book. Mm-hmm. That's what you do mm-hmm. if you're going to make mm-hmm. an Aliens book. You have you know Xenomorph freaking double teeth ripping through some dude's head. It's how you it's how you roll. Yeah, Marvel doesn't want to play that game these days, so. Let us let somebody else do it. Image or somebody, whoever, IDW, I don't care. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of sad for IDW because um, not only did they lose the um, the Marvel superhero stuff, I, I think the only stuff that they have right now is their Hasbro license. I mean, they have some of their own original titles, but for the most part, they just have, uh, as far as license titles go, their Hasbro line. Mm-hmm. So that includes your My Little Pony and your G.I. Joes and your Transformers, mm-hmm. which are kind of their big draws at the moment. Yeah, and they're good. Those Transformer comics are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, definitely. They don't deserve to be yeah. as good as they are, but they should do a crossover with the Pony one. The Ponies and the... They did. Oh, they, they do. Did. They Shut have up. one out right now. Shut Transformers, up. Uh, uh, My Little Pony. What's oh. the heck is the uh, subtitle of it? But yes, there is like a four <laughs> or six issue miniseries that is already out. Here's the thing. I don't actually want that. I was hoping you were going to say, oh, they'll never do that. But no, they're doing no. it. Remember, everything in the Hasbro universe is now a shared universe. Mm. So IDW Publishing has been playing up on that going, hey, let's do a Transformers uh, Ghostbusters. Let's do Transformers Back to the Future. Let's do Transformers G.I. Joe. And now they've gotten down to Transformers uh, My Little Pony. Wow. All right. I can't wait to not pick that one up. Uh, no, right. pick it up, Scott. Support the smaller publisher. <laughs> I'll get all their other ones around it, just not that one. Okay. Uh, reminder, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is this weekend. That seems crazy because it used to be July, but now with everything else, it's pushed into a weird time, and there's still a ton of tickets available. It's all happening Thanksgiving ton, ton weekend. T- <laughs> yep, Thanksgiving weekend. Here's uh, some of their big names. Now, I'm not, I'm not, going to, I'm not trying to diminish any of the, uh, their other guests, but uh, Kevin Eastman will be there. Um, let's help me, help run me. down who's, the who's let's Kevin run down the list. Um, a lot of comic Eastman creators. Ninja Turtles, uh, Kevin Eastman, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Let's let's right. run down the list. Let's see if there's any big other big name superstars <laughs> that people would in. It's, oh, here's Brett Spiner is uh, going to be there. Brett Spiner, uh, wait, 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 wait. TV only Star Trek's Brett Sp- Spiner is that what you're, yes, you're saying? Actor, comedian, and singer, best known for playing the android Lieutenant Commander Data on Star Trek: The Next Generation from he'll 1980 be, he'll to be, 1994. Wow, he'll be complaining about uh, how much other people are charging for their. Uh, 
autographs. Yeah, 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 that'll be that. That'll be good. No. So again, that's if you go and look at the Comic-Con special guest list, they usually it goes on for multiple pages. Yeah, There's not, only two pages of special guests. <laughs> and, 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 don't, and don't get me wrong. There are, a lot of, so. yeah. there are a lot of artists and writers that are going to be there. And if you go and look at their programming schedule, uh, they have a, a lot of very interesting panels that I would very much like to watch. But I am just not on a Thanksgiving weekend planning to go to San Diego and God, spend three days in a convention Friday through very Sunday. Very odd, very odd timing for that. When yeah, was it last yeah. year? Did they do it at all? They didn't do they it did at all. They totally did virtual did they? Or, yeah. yeah, they had a virtual convention. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Uh, it's a really weird time to have it. I understand, you know, things get shifted around, but Thanksgiving weekend for what is supposed to be the biggest Comic-Con of the world. And you do it on Thanksgiving weekend. I don't get Certainly it. the biggest comic, one of the biggest comic, I can't even say it's the biggest comic con in the United States because New York comic con, uh, I think rivals it or comes pretty close. That's to true. I guess you just think of it as the flagship and yeah. It's a weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird and there is a that. comic convention in Japan that is the largest comic book. Convention. Oh, well those people, what do you expect from those people? Just kidding. <laughs> racist. Uh, let's get into the, uh, the news that arcane league of legends is getting a second season. I couldn't be happier about this. Um, I, again, this is a show where you don't need to have a single drip of knowledge about the league of legends that this is based on the game. You never have to play. No, you need to know a thing about those characters ahead of time. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a, it's a standalone, amazing piece of work, and I am so excited for season two because it's freaking rad. Did you end up seeing it all? I am, I still haven't had a chance. I was watching last night in Soho last night, and then I've been watching the Cowboy Bebop on Netflix, so I haven't gotten around to coming back to Arcane, but I will. I will. Uh, I think the biggest thing about this announcement is usually Netflix waits a month or two mm-hmm. before they make the announcement that we're doing the next season. This one was announced just like a week after the the show dropped and and instead of saying we're getting ready to go into production they're already in production with all of the original voice actors coming back for season two yeah it's brian it's so good yeah it's it's uh i just finished um well caught up with blade runner black lotus which is really good it's not everything really Seriously? not all of it's out yeah i like it you didn't like That's, it i Hated it with a passion. Really, really. There's oh, only a couple, is, like three I've episodes out. You're, you're not liking. I it? watched the first episode and I was like, I think I mess- messaged one of you two about this. That if this were the year 2000, yeah, this would be mind blowing animation. Mm. Yeah, but it is the year 2021, and the oh. mocap in this sucks. The oh, lip sync really? sucks. Is it? Oh, it see, is actually, three, I like the animation like, a lot. <laughs> is it like they is went? It it's like they went to uh, Daz 3D and downloaded a random model and said, "Let's put this in the show." Oh, interesting. I didn't know it was 3D. I, I thought it was. I hate. I thought it was animation. I thought it was 2D cell style. I didn't know that. No. Uh-uh. no. Okay. Icor says All it's right. cutscene animation, like like video game animation, sort of. I mean, I, I, look, I don't even know if I would say it's cutscene animation because I've seen better cutscene animations than, than <laughs> what I saw in this show. I feel like I'm, I mean, yeah. you guys remember yeah. uh, uh, Starship Troopers, the animated series from like 2000? Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember it. Existed. This is, I never saw an episode. This is like that. Really? Okay. Wow. Yes. Wow. All right. I'm look, I'm yeah, going to watch I, it. I like it actually, but yeah. I want to watch it no matter what. But uh, um, compared well, to I, I just started. Season, uh, so. yeah. I just started Hit Monkey, so I'm um, an episode into that. So as soon as that's over, I switch over to. Uh, well, are you going to uh, have time? Because Hawkeye drops this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, but we're watching those shit. day and day. Tina's watching that with me. No. Yeah, we're um, Kim and I are day and day on that Hit Monkey too. is solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched that alone. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna definitely do the day and date for 
Hawkeye. I don't know why that one appeals to me more more as a day and date than the other stuff I'm behind on. Loki and what if and yeah, yeah. maybe it's, yeah, maybe it might just be because <laughs> I, I think what's her name is amazing and I think she's going to make a great Kate Bishop. Florence. Oh, oh, uh, Haley Stan, Steinfeld. Yeah, Steinfeld. She. Steinfeld. I mean, she she left a mark on me with True Grit, and I just thought she was incredible in that. And ever since then, she's all grown up now. Well, but. You are going to want to watch Loki before. Uh, what, what the if? next Ant Man movie or the uh, Thor or Doctor Strange? Which one is it? Multiverse? Oh, Spider Man. You think? Oh, yeah. I guess so. Right. Oh, because you got all the the, the people in it. The uh, oh, I loved right. how much Benedict Wong was in uh, Shang Chi. I was thrilled with that. I love him. I love Benedict Wong. That guy can do no wrong. He's my favorite. If Doctor Strange died tomorrow, put Benedict Wong in charge. He's great. Sure, sure. He's oh, he was great. such a great addition to that. Yeah. And uh, uh, love him, Trevor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone complained about the Trevor thing. Not me. I thought it was great. I, I didn't complain about the Trevor thing. I was happy to yeah, see you. Yeah, you, you and me both, yeah. dude. I thought he was great in that. And also, uh, that guy doesn't know how to act badly, even when you give him right. a weird role like this. He's so good. Right. I love exactly. him. Exactly. Anyway. anyway, so. Long story short, Arcane will be after I finish Hit Monkey. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot that was out. That's on Hulu right now, right? That's on Hulu, yeah. That's, Jason that's because, uh, Sinekis and uh, Olivia Munn and uh, I can't remember who else is involved in that. Both of her And remember, kids, it's on Hulu because Disney doesn't want anything that's too risque on their Disney Plus channel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's I a, hear the second half of the season is way better than the first half. Like, it sets it up very, like, uh, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Hit Monkey the first half of the season very by the numbers, but the second half apparently is is better. Hulu is their, it's their TV oh, yeah, modern, Decay, right, of course. modern modern TV equivalent of Touchstone Pictures in the 80s when they had to put it some mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I kind of like that that even exists. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Arcane just a, it could not be a bigger recommendation for me, even though I have not seen the finale. But I'm going to it just, that just dropped over the weekend, and we just didn't have time. But it's so so cool. It's so cool. And again, you don't need to know jack crap about the game. You don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, verifying that because I I know jack crap about the game. Yeah. And here's the <laughs> other cool thing, or the other thing. Maybe this isn't cool, but it's gonna make you mad at Blizzard, not for all their current messes. But it's going to make you mad that they didn't do this either years ago or aren't doing it now. They should mm-hmm. be at the forefront of IP-based entertainment in games. The fact that they're not is, I think, a complete lack mm-hmm. of vision and a failure of leadership. All apart from all the other issues they're having right now, they should be that we should be watching a live-action Warcraft show and should have been for years. We should be watching animated versions of all not live action, animation. They would own it. And they just didn't do it quick enough. And Riot sneaks in with this. Spent a lot of money to do it, but snuck in with this and is blowing everybody's minds for a game that is, you know, kind of a hardcore niche niche game. Niche, niche, niche. Niche, niche. <laughs> Popeye? I think the T <laughs> the T's making me hyper. All right. Uh Let's see if what there, else. If you want another League of Legends Riot Games kind of thing, uh, if you guys have never played the Mechs versus Minions game. That one's a lot of fun, and it's and it's uh, it's tabletop. It's got a ton of miniatures. It's got a lot of like programming mechanics that you do in the game. But mm-hmm. getting a bunch of people around the, the table to play 
League of Legends mix versus minions is yeah. a lot of fun. That was like the first time you saw them branching out a little bit and going from mm-hmm. like, we make one video game and that's all there is to, oh, they're doing a board game. And then, oh, now they're making spinoff games. Now they've got, what, six new, six games plus a fighting game in the works. There's a new turn-based wow. uh, RPG that just hit called, uh, I forget. It's a League of Le- oh, the, Ru- the Ruined King, it's called. A League of Legends story. Like, they're going crazy right now. And they have, huh. they have an MMO in the works. That's based on League, which makes me think Arcane is less about League of Legends and more about the upcoming MMO, if anything. I don't know. They got a lot going on. Riot's riots on fire. They got a lot of Chinese money. And uh, we'll see what they do with it. All right. I guess that's it. Hey, Steven, that was a lot. That was a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, was. we're grateful that you took some time on your Thanksgiving week to hang out well, with us. Well, I am thankful for you and Brian. Oh, that's a sweet thing to say. for you too, yeah. Steven. Hey, but here's the thing. We don't you know want people to just forget uh, you know hear and then forget where should they go to get more cool stuff what's going on at major spoilers this week oh this week at majorspoilers.com it's thanksgiving week so uh, unlike you guys we're doing very little um we have only two shows that we're releasing this week major spoilers podcast and the top five podcast those will be out uh wednesday morning so the people have something to uh, do when they're going into their weekend and they're eating all that turkey and hopefully they're staying hydrated yeah they better be doing that at least Steven Schleicher, everybody. We'll see you next time. Oh, he hung up before I hung up on him. That's fantastic. <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder what Tom thought of our phantom call. He hasn't texted yeah, me or anything. Yeah, so. butt dial. I don't know. We'll see if he uh, wises, wises up to it. All right, we're going to uh, get jiggy with it and bring in... Who we do? Oh, Randy. <laughs> My brain's in four places. All right. Well, it's not typical for a Monday. This no. is a very unusual uh, situation. Yeah, so. this yeah. is throwing me off a little bit, but we're going to make it work, and we're going to start with this. That music means one thing, and one thing only. It's time for a misplaced uh, scheduled edition of uh, Recommendals. We usually do these on Wednesdays, but last week, we all know what happened. We didn't have it, so we wanted to make I've sure it happened. moved Recommendals. <laughs> So, uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Aloha. Good morning. Happy good Thanksgiving. Morning. Hello. Uh, good morning. I've moved Catwoman. Oh, he's moved Catwoman. Great. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's good to have you here. Thanks for arranging yourself so that you could do this on a Monday. We appreciate it. I am, I am self-arranged. Yeah. Good very, morning. Very yeah. well done. Uh, by the way, I'm, real quick note about our our, uh, our refugee, uh, former f- former recommendal co-host and refugee, Nicole Spagnolo. People should be following her right now because the stuff she's 3D printing for her class that she's now mm. working at the school for, amazing! And then and yeah. then she left the printer running, and it made a it made a boo boo while she was out of yeah. the uh, out of the house. <laughs> it made spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, spaghetti boo boo. It's the worst kind of boo boo. Anyway, boo-boo, it's really boo-boo. fun to watch her do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So go check her out, Nicole Spag okay. on Twitter. All right, yes, sir. And I just want to—I just want to respond to J.K. Grammer right in the chat in real time. Uh, I don't follow the Houston Texans. That's a—that's a weird replacement team that doesn't exist to me. I don't wow. understand. I grew up in Texas, man. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, like, I was going to say you always have been uh, a tr- true blue Cowboys fan. Like I everybody, everybody I knew, everybody I ever knew, all family were Cowboys fans. And then there was this tiny little pocket of Houston Oilers fans. And they kind of followed the Oilers a little bit mm-hmm. to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like this, this replacement team is, uh, it's nothing to anybody. Well, plus you're, you're mostly a, um, a college 
football follow guy, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to college, going to high school in Texas and going to every football game and then going to college and going to a football school, that will like put you in a specific mindset that's really hard to get out of the rest of your life oh, you're like no. yeah <laughs> you know, no they, like, people don't say clear hearts full eyes can't lose for no reason you guys are you guys are football freaks down there that's weird like i my some of my first memories as be, being like a four-year-old mm. are of being taken to high school football games yeah well yeah, it's long uh, a long tradition and uh, you very, very, very much. And I'm just I'm really, really excited about this recommendal because uh, not because my my recommendal is an exciting movie. It's not. It's actually kind of depressing. But um, I'm excited <laughs> because uh, I watched it. It's been on my mind a lot. And then when we didn't do it on Wednesday, uh, I, there was like somebody in, in discord that was like, well, you just tell us what it is because you're never going to do it. Like, no, no, no. We're going to do this. Yeah. We're going to get back together and do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we did. Um, it worked Today, out Today, uh, Randy apparently is going to be recommending cocaine because mm. he is uh, like shot up, out man. of a cannon. You are up. <laughs> I've had I've had my usual two cups of Kau uh, coffee, yeah, and uh, that's that's I just you know what it's it's because I was sitting here listening to you guys for uh, this is the longest show that you've ever done I think and like I was, I was just sitting here like uh, you know like just listening it's just you know like keeping my mouth shut and yeah. it's just really fun to yeah. be able to yeah. it's actually funny enough if we ended right now it would be uh, average we'd be in an hour thirty yeah. exactly but we're not ready to leave yet because we're doing recommendals and we're gonna start right. with Brian uh, who brought his first and so Brian you want to set up your first D here what do you got i will start my first D here this is a limited series on netflix and it is a a hard watch but it is a very rewarding watch a oh. very very rewarding okay i yeah, like stuff like that good. that sounds like yep. my kind of thing here we go so you're looking for a big fat government handout because you are a jobless white trash piece of shit am i right what your form you gonna give that to me Yes. All right. Child in your lap? She's Maddie? I'm What? Uh, it's a Ariel that we got from a dollar store, so we call her Shmariel. Are you the child's legal guardian? Yes. Can you prove that? Uh, I could show you my stretch marks. <laughs> Are you currently under the influence of any drugs or alcohol? No. That voice. Are you sure? Because you look strung out. Nope. We slept in the car last night, so... So you're homeless? No. Um, no, I wouldn't say that. So you have a home? Uh, I, 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 I had a home, and then we left it. I have no idea. Uh, that is uh, Margaret Qualley, who you saw a couple times recently, well, not recently, but a couple times in things that I think you liked. Uh, she was the daughter in The Leftovers, the, the daughter of uh, Justin Throw's character. Okay. And uh, also, oh. she's the one who puts her feet up on the dashboard in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Uh-oh. with the uh, Quentin Tarantino foot fetish uh, fest. Yeah. Um, anyway, that show is made M A I D. It is a limited series based on a book. Um, what is the full name of the book? It's like, uh, made hard work, low pay and a mother's will to survive. And it tells the story, the true story of a woman who gets out of a very bad, um, uh, emotional abuse situation, um, to go on her own and finds out that 
really she she has a hard time relying on any of the other people in her life with the exception of her daughter uh, Maddie, who she's ultimately trying to protect. Mm. And um, it is, uh, well, I know, Claire, emotional abuse is still abuse. I just didn't want people to come in thinking that this is, you know, you're going to watch hours of, of uh, somebody beating yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good distinction. Sure. It's a good distinction. Because yeah, that that's a hard watch. This is still a hard watch, but that's that for me, that's even harder, more difficult to watch. Is Andy McDowell the voice I was hearing? No, but okay. Annie McDowell is in this and plays uh, Margaret Qualley's mom because oh. she is Margaret Qualley's mom. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. Oh, that's right. interesting. Yeah, no, yes. I, did. I can see I it now. I didn't know that until I was halfway through this thing because they look a little bit alike, yeah. but um, Margaret Qualley doesn't have an accent like Annie McDowell does. And there's, you know, her last name isn't McDowell. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. you wouldn't immediately think that, oh, I wonder if those two are related. Yeah. Um, in any case, this is a 10 episode miniseries and, um, without a doubt, we're going to see, uh, Margaret Qualley in, um, when it comes Emmy nomination time, mm. she's, she's excellent in this. She was excellent in the leftovers. Like I agree. really, really good. She was that. a high point, And when she was barely in season two, it drove me crazy. Yeah. Cause she was yeah. like such an emotional, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an anchor for that for that show? She really was. Yeah, yeah. she absolutely was. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Big question go for ahead. me is: Does this movie include acting by a toddler, or is the toddler just like a prop? Um, very little enough acting that it's believable. Like, if you would have told me that this was Margaret Qualley's actual child, I would have believed you because there's there's realistic interactions between the two of them that I don't feel like you can always get from a toddler, if that makes sense. All right. All right. I can see that. Uh, uh, She really looks like she loves the mom in the, in the, uh, in the show, Alex. And, um, but I don't, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. I can't actually see who, Oh, Riley, Nevea. Uh, what, what, that's a, sounds like Wait such it. such yeah. a 2019 name. It really does. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't even guess how to pronounce this I, whole name. But anyway, I am a big big fan of how my entire cohort <laughs> for the last 20 years has decided to name babies. Big fan. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is streaming on Netflix. It is fantastic, and I recommend it to everybody. It is so so good. And um, uh, Tina loved it. She's like. You know, I know you probably didn't want to watch this, Brian, because you thought it was too girly or too... Or I guess I'll do it in a voice. Brian, I know you didn't want to watch me because it was super girly, but I think you'd really like it. <laughs> oh, nice. And, uh, and so, and Tina was right. I really did like it. And, wow. uh, You've lost uh, none of that since uh, we missed a few shows. Yeah, back, no, it's... Uh, my back. Because I did it the entire time. I yeah. do it to her. That's good. That's fantastic. Brian! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, so made on Netflix, very very good, right. highly recommend. And it's a Netflix original, or just happens to be on Netflix. It is a Netflix original, I believe. Okay, um, cool. Yes. So, okay, uh, they make good ones of those. They do a fine they really job. Do. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to number two from you. Uh, uh, yes. What's the setup here? This I think is an ongoing series, and there have been so many things called this that oh. uh, make sure you find the right one. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of have the same thing. Mine is a common name. All right, here we go. Let's play this. I don't want to look back in my life 40 or 50 years from now and think to myself, I didn't seize the moment when the moment was right in front of me. So here it goes. 
I think you're amazing. And you have great style. I love the way you shake your head when you laugh. And your theory that 90% of roadkill is just animals committing suicide, that's genius. Hey. I love you, Meredith. And these opportunities don't come around very often. And I sure as hell am not gonna let this one pass me by. Are you? What do you say? Dude, this is our first date. I have no idea. Wow. That seems great. Wow. <laughs> this is a series called Cake. Not the uh, Heather Graham movie from uh, 2005. Not the Jennifer Aniston movie from 2014. Not the recent Cake movie from 2018. Or the Cake TV series from 2006. This is a brand new FXX um, adult animated slash live action variety show called Cake. And okay. This is kind of like um, liquid television meets love, death, and robots, or love, sex, and whatever that was that, that was called. Um, I can't, meets meets those Saturday Night Live pre-taped things that are always yeah. the best oh. things about Saturday Night Live. Saturday yeah. TV, Fun House, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's it's you know one thing right after another one little uh, it's it's described as a psychedelic anthology series adult mm. animation anthology series and that is that is correct mm. it's um, quick shorts sometimes live action like that one is from a recurring um, thing that you'll see in multiple episodes called Oh Jerome no and it's my favorite segment that they have on Cake uh, it follows this guy named Jerome who's super sensitive. Um, as he's kind of searching for, for love and stealing dogs and things like that. Um, there's also another one called quarter life poetry, which is like a high speed rap thing by this woman. Uh, does it say who she is? Oh, her name is Samantha Jane. So you'd really like this, Randy. Yeah. Uh, all right. She spells it J A Y N E, but, but yeah, close enough. Um, she started these on Instagram and then published, uh, her short stories as a book and then became, it became this thing. Anyway, each episode is about 22 minutes, but the great thing about this is hell, if you've got 10 minutes, watch 10 minutes of cake or watch, you know, 15, 20 minutes of cake or whatever. You don't have to like binge the whole series or watch a whole episode even you can come in and out of it as you've got time hmm. and uh man some of the animation is so brilliant and clever um it, it's it's really really good uh like it's uh it's not everybody's taste tina's tina's on the fence she likes the segments that i mentioned uh oh jerome no and quarter life poetry but then there's some really weird um animation with single celled animals that, that I think are hilarious. And she's like, eh, I love, I love stuff like that. It sounds like this is made for me. I'm Super in. irreverent. And, um, and, and I didn't realize that this thing has been around since 2019. It's on Hulu. Uh, they picked it up from FXX and, uh, there are five seasons and about 42 episodes and eight specials. So there's a lot oh of stuff gosh. out there. If you like this, um, didn't even know it existed. This is the first time I even heard of it. Yeah, me too. I stumbled on it cause it was recommended to me on Hulu and I'm like, Oh, well, let's see what this is. I think it, I saw psychedelic adult animation anthology series and I thought, 
all right, this sounds great. Sounds Let's like check it out. Jam, and yeah. I'm glad I did because yeah. it, uh, um, it's good. Oh, then, I found out the, uh, so the guy, uh, Mamadou Athi, the guy who plays Jerome in Oh, Jerome, No, was nominated for a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Actor in a Short Form Comedy or Drama Series. So For this show? Well done for this show. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So, I thought you were going to say he was on One Life some, to Live for a couple of seasons. Yeah, I know, <laughs> for this show. Yeah. So there's some accolades for for that segment, which I think is is great. Nice. All right, a couple yeah. of good ones from Brian. Mine is, yeah. boy, we're really going animated today. Mine is very animated. It's the only hint I'll give the audience. You guys know what okay. it is, but here it is. I only came here out of respect for my parents who knew your family. Your father was more than just a friend to my family. That was a long time ago. Yes. A long time. A long, long time. Uh <laughs> That is Batman, The Long Halloween. Oh, cool. Specifically, part one is where I captured it. I've watched both parts now. So they had them separated by about six months. So you had to wait for uh, for part two to hit. But uh, I'm a particular fan of DC animated films. Um, I think they're all good. Uh, I even like I'm- the... Killing Joke one that everyone thinks is problematic because of changes they is, made. This is the one with uh, Dean Winchester as Batman? <laughs> yes. yes. Jensen Ackles <laughs> plays Batman. And uh, I have to say, he was the one I was worried about. Uh, maybe not hitting with me or whatever, because there have been so many great Batman voices over the years. Uh, just thinking, well, maybe he's not the, the, the best pick. And I'm still a little on the fence with it. He's fine, but he's really... He's really doing a voice, and, okay. and, and and it's hard for me to to sort of explain it. But he's like going, "Listen, I'm Batman for sure, and you can tell because of the way I'm enunciating my <laughs> but, bat words." But you know? all of our favorite Batmen have been doing a voice, right? Yeah, but like we don't. They're good at making. We don't like about Keaton is that he didn't do a Batman voice. He sounded like Michael Keaton. Right, right? he was Keaton. But I'm like in the animated circles, like uh, Troy or not Troy Baker. Troy Baker's in this, but who am I thinking of? Um, the Batman everyone loves. Uh, shit, I can't think of the guy's name. Chat room will say it in a second, and it'll piss me off that I couldn't think of it. But the guy who's the amazing Batman voice, he did all the, most of the video games. Oh, Kevin Conroy, there it is. Conroy, yeah, right. Kevin Conroy, thank you, TV's Travis. Uh, he's He's considered like the standard and he's been doing it since the animated series in the early nineties. And I tend to agree. He's amazing. He's the best there is. Um, but other people step in and do it. Uh, Commander Pike from the Trek movies. Um, oh, geez. Why can't think anyone's name today? Oh, anyway. uh, Bruce, Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. He's an excellent Batman voice and has done a bunch of these as well. So there's, there's a good history of, fine actors doing that i would just argue that jensen ackles could do it he just needs to calm down with the trying to vocalize it so much and i don't mean calm he's down and he's not always just going i'm batman i don't mean like that like it's just yeah. him trying to sound more deep and dark than he needs to and i think he could probably pull it off mm-hmm. who really impressed me here was josh duhamel duhamel however you say his name uh-huh. uh plays harvey dent and he's fantastic as harvey dent very, very good RV net. Um, I would also call out Naya Rivera, who I hadn't heard of before. She plays Catwoman. She's very good here. Troy Baker is the Joker. He's basically, and anyone who plays any video games knows, knows who Troy Baker is. He plays everything. But uh, uh-huh. Troy Baker is basically doing an impression of Mark Hamill doing the Joker. And it's okay. 
in fact, it's really good. It's like a dead on impression of the way Mark Hamill does the Joker because most people think Hamill's the best Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Troy Baker does a good job of that. I kind of wish it was more him doing what he would want to do rather than just trying to sound like sound like uh, Hamill. But it's fine in the end. A um, bunch of other people. Billy Burke is in this. Who was in that thing you were you watched, Brian? Funny enough, really um, plays Commissioner Gordon. He's very good. Uh, once again, David Dalmaschel Chain Chan, or however you say his name. <laughs> oh, who's Dal- Dalmaschen? Yeah. Yes, he's Calendar Man. Polka Dot Man. Yeah. yeah, and in this, he's Calendar Man, which is great. Like the two weirdest villains ever. He gets to play both of them, but um, he's Calendar he Man was, in this. And he was just in Dune. Yeah, and he's amazing in Dune. I just watched that again last night. He's incredible in Dune. He's he's great, and I just love that he's all over this stuff. I I don't know why what's happening to him, but anyway, Jack Quaid's in it. He plays Alberto Falcone. Uh, I think Jack Quaid's great he's from the boys. Anyway, a very very good cast. Wow. Titus Wolliver, I forgot to mention that. Oh, he's, I like um, him. Carmine. Yeah, he's Falcone. The, the the man in black from Lost. Yeah, he's Bosch. great. Yeah, yeah, Bosch. He's great. Uh, everyone's really great, and it's an it's a very good adaptation of that comic book. Uh, of, of that graphic novel, which is one of the best ever written. It's an, it's an amazing graphic novel. If you've never read it, you should. Uh, that's parts one and two of the long Halloween available on HBO max. It's uh, there permanently. Cause it was, uh, I, I guess a max original or whatever. Sweet. And uh, it's very, very good. So nice. check it out. And if you haven't read the comic, I'd absolutely read it. It's one of the best things you've ever read. Okay. All right. Brian or Brian, Randy, it's now you. Tell so let us me, what uh, you let me set this up because I think it needs set up. It's right. a it's a long it's a long clip. Um, okay. So this is a this is a modern western. It's a it's a film, and uh, you know there's two kinds of westerns, right? There's uh, there's a gradient, and on one end it's man versus man, right? Where a gunfight at the OK Corral is a, is the the one end of the gradient. The other end of the gradient is man versus nature, and think of like the revenant, right? Mm-hmm. So like this is this is on the revenant side, okay. and so there's not a lot of dialogue. And so I had to, I had to pull from the very beginning of the film and at the very beginning of the film we're we're in modern times and a woman has experienced something absolutely terrible, like the most, the biggest tragedy you could experience. And she is talking to a therapist and uh, she is about to decide on her own to move out into the mountains of Wyoming and live completely alone and as far away from anybody else as she can go. All right. And so this is this is the beginning. Again, there's a lot of silences in this clip, and that's on purpose. The silence is setting you up for how the rest of the movie is going to go, which is it's a very quiet movie out in the country. All right, here we go. I'm going to play it. Yes. Why did you decide to come here? Emma, my sister, said you were magic. Oh, so you'd like a little magic. <laughs> so it's it's really because of your sister? If I'm being honest, yes. How are you feeling right now, in general? 
What are you feeling? I'm feeling um, that it's really difficult to be around people because they just want me to be better. So you're not able to share what you're feeling with other people? I did, and then I just realized, why would I want to share it? Why would I want anyone to share in that? They can't anyway. Hmm. Okay. Tell me more. I'm intrigued by this discordant sounds of violins. <laughs> this this is land. And oh, land. Uh, it is not this. the kind of movie that I would usually bring to something like recommendals, but I it had just it stuck with me and it's been on my mind since I've seen it. Uh it was released on HBO Max a couple weeks ago. And uh what what you have is two brand new movie writers, people who have never gotten an IMDb credit before managed to get a studio to option their script for this film. And then that studio, uh, managed to get Robin Wright, the princess bride to direct and star in it. Hmm. And, uh, it was, it, it got a lot of accolades at con and then didn't like nobody saw it. Like it just sat around. So HBO max has put it out and there is no way you would have ever come across this film and watched it. If someone like me didn't come along and say, you should probably watch this. <laughs> it is, it is a powerful and very difficult movie. Uh, again, because it's about a woman, Robin Wright, who leaves the city, you know, like sells her home and all her stuff and goes to, absolute bfe wyoming Mm. and 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 puts herself in a little cabin on a mountaintop Mm. and what happens from there is not new it's not it's definitely not something you've never seen before but it's just very well told it's a it's a beautiful movie like the and and you you expect this from new westerns right you expect spectacular cinematography and this is really got it uh it was it wasn't filmed in wyoming it was filmed in alberta but um, just absolutely uh, uh, moving movie for, mm. for me. Yeah. And uh, like I say, I, I actually didn't think I was going to be recommending it until it was uh, until like a couple days later. And I'm like, why am I still thinking about land? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Robin Wright is is great. Like, yeah, that's, she's like, great and everything. I can't yeah. I can't think of, time, of a time where I saw Robin Wright, even when she was Robin Wright Penn and had his weird in, uh, influence in her life <laughs> involvement influence yeah. yeah i know i can't remember anything i've ever seen with her that didn't yeah. you know resonate she's really great and i i don't want to tell you too much more about what happens to her but um like i say it's it really gets across the absolute risk like the massive risk that you would take yeah if you if you sold everything and went out into the middle of nowhere but you know Sometimes and I guess I can say, because this is like the first five minutes of the movie, if you went out into the middle of nowhere on a mountaintop, basically to die, yeah. like if that was your, if that was really your bottom plan was that you were just going to go die somewhere alone, you know? Hey, it's got uh, one of Brian's favorite people in it, Kim Dickens. We like her. She's I good. like her a lot. Yeah. yeah. What's she do? She, is she the, uh, uh, I, 
there we heard her voice in there, didn't we? Yeah, I thought we did. Was that she the No, well, no, that's oh. her. Uh, uh, Kim Dickens plays the main character's sister, and okay. you almost don't, you never see her, and you almost don't even hear her. Uh, there's one little tiny scene where you hear her voice. So oh, I'm, uh, again, this is a this is a Robin Wright joint. This is like uh, the you know there are a couple of other people who she interacts with, and they're really good, and they're uh, purported to be Native American, but this is this is all her all the time. Uh, it's like it's just it's just a kind of a little. There's a little bit of a miracle here because I, I the entire movie I just keep thinking. I am going to probably like just not care about this. And it just keeps me caring about it all the way to the end. He was uh buddy Gary or sorry. I was just noticing that Brad Leland is in this. He's buddy Garrity from uh Friday night lights, which we brought up earlier. It's funny. Oh, He's in there. Yeah. I really like that. Cool. That guy, this looks great. I'll watch this. This seems like I, a nice quiet. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting nomad land vibes somehow. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's kind of interesting that it came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Roughly. Yeah. Uh, if this had come out a couple months earlier, it would have been twinsies with Nomadland. But Nomadland is about uh, it's about a, a a character who is uh, finding a new life, mm-hmm. right? Who is like uh, you know exploring all sorts of different things. And the reason people get attracted to Nomadland is because those other characters come along and talk to her and you see these grand sceneries and then there's a person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, land doesn't have that again. Like you just named someone else. I don't remember th- that person being in the movie mm-hmm. because it's really only her f- throughout this whole movie. Well, I'm, uh, I'm putting this one on my list. This looks like something I would really yeah. enjoy. So there you go. Scott, land. you like that desolation. Like, uh, cause you, you'd like to either live in a bustling metropolis or in a place like, BFE yeah, Wyoming. Those are my two extremes that I would like to do. <laughs> give, give me the biggest building with the big, you know, thing at the top of the tallest building in the middle of the busiest city or way out in nowhere. That's a, those right. are the two extremes. And also, I, I think I think for a lot of people, Scott and me included, uh, the notion of survivalism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what that really means, what are your what are your true priorities and basics? What do you spend all your time doing if mm-hmm. you're just trying to survive? That's yeah. a really interesting uh, way to tell a story. Yeah, and it turns out a lot of that's killing stuff, cooking it, finding out a way mm-hmm. not to die from simple illnesses. Like it's a whole different world. Salmonella is yeah. always on the, on the yeah. verge of killing you. Yeah, maybe that's why the Nomad Land part is coming to me just because it's a similar thing it's like i'm changing yeah. my lifestyle completely and now i got to deal with whatever that means and i don't know seems like seems like uh I, and I really like that so i have a feeling i like this uh so there you go land available now on where where'd you see it H- hbo max there you go it's a max and, and it, it's it was not suggested to me by hbo max I, it was suggested oh. to me by just watch and i went and found it on i had to search all four letters of the word land to get it on like seriously <laughs> no one is pushing this movie at you you gotta you gotta go look it up all right well, i love the fact that you know we brought three recommendals four letter words with a as the second letter <laughs> oh my gosh you noticed is what you did you know what because yes, brian's a quiz master and he, he everything looks like a quiz construct. <laughs> did i say did i begin that with the funny thing is no no, no you didn't not. i'm, I'm really didn't. proud of you i've been listening very carefully <laughs> 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 All right, That's great. All right. Well, well done, everybody. I know I never did an official recommendation of Finch, but I still say people should watch it. Um, we just sort of mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I really like that Tom Hanks movie. It was sweet and nice. Oh, it is so good. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, and that's also the one that he got COVID 
after filming, right? Oh, he did. Uh, right, oh, he was in Australia. That would make and he sense. Had, yeah. He had finished oh, filming right. that movie when he got COVID. Okay. He, he was, was like in Australia. Yeah, that's like right. the first famous person to get COVID. I think you're right. Yep, mm-hmm. that was that was a that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, I'm glad he's okay though. But that movie's great. Finch is great. You like robots? I do. Go watch Finch. Uh, all right. Well, well done, everybody. Uh, Randy will, of course, uh, coagulate these as he does and put, put them on his Twitter account over there at Randy Deluxe. And uh, who knows? We may do more in that way, like a little site or something. We've been thinking about some stuff. So coagulate. I'll let you guys know. But uh, Randy, well done. Uh, anything you want to mention? I guess we're doing uh, we got a film sack watch along this weekend. So not a lot to yeah, say there. Yeah, but, we're uh, going to we're going to watch a, an episode of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Uh, only the second time in uh, 11 years of film sack, 12 years of film sack that we've watched Deep Space Nine. So, yeah, run away home yeah. or whatever the other one was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We got Jake, Jake Cisco heavy episode, everybody. So we'll prepare right. yourselves for that. All right. Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe. We'll see you next time. Have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks, Bye. Bye. All right, Brian, we've done it. We did a show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not entirely, though, because we got to get this Monday morning mashup out the door. This is a real good one. That's what I'm told. I haven't heard it. Okay. Okay. So I don't know right. what this is about. I'm told there's some surprise in it. I promised I wouldn't listen ahead of time, so I haven't. So here it is. Let's see what it is. Jamie, Jamie sent this in. Thank you, Jamie. TMS mashups on Twitter. Here you go. My big takeaway from this is I'm hungry for. Is that normal? Why am I? Why am I hungry? Is that later? Yeah, about '96 when I when I got my first. He has a big, huge. I thought. Oh, does he? I thought he did. Because that's like nearly strangled uh, Nick or whatever his name was in the Harry Potter things. Where it's oh, head nearly headless up. Nick. Yeah, nearly headless right. Nick. Nearly strangled. Nearly strangled. <laughs> Brian, gonna get you a shot. Come on over. Get <laughs> you it right in. now. They got a vial all ready to go, locked and loaded. They put a post-it note on it <laughs> with your name. <laughs> that is a big thing you say. That. Yeah, look at the size of his Ding. That was a year after District 9, uh, Chupac Chopley, or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's not Tupac Chopley. <laughs> Dupac, Dupac Chopra? Yeah, du- Dupac Chopley. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Feels good in my ear holes. Yeah. If your name was uh, Gina Dick. Wouldn't be for long. What if right? it's pronounced China? <laughs> China <laughs> Dick. Yeah. Yeah, even worse. I hope so. Oh, man. Hi, I'm Gina Dick. I'm here to play the... uh... Wow, that's fantastic. How would she say it if she were to say that you're out of it? Yeah. did you eat all the pancake-wrapped pigs in a blanket? (laughs) I can't find any of them. Why that cracks me up like nothing else, I don't... (laughs) Check this out. If I use a bunch of equal signs, I can make a penis. You wouldn't think this is so hard, but like it's not. It's not. Said. It's not that hard in retrospect. But like, there's a lot of <laughs> also what you from, right? <laughs> this is why I stopped doing. I don't think the are any better. I, I, I think they're better. I, I too. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, masticate away. We like it. Mm. Mm. Oh my is in my crotch. Hold on. Okay. I like it to have it gently vibrating there all morning. That's what I try to do. Now you have a friend in the diamond business. I was waiting for maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) What a random one to pull out of the sky. That's amazing. That's what I was like trying to think of some makeup slogan. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. That made my week. That's hilarious. (laughs) 
And he said there was some surprise at the end, but I think it might be a future episode that he was talking about. It might yeah, be. no, it is. It's a future. It's our end of year wrap ups that have a surprise. Oh, well, that explains. Okay. I loved all that film tech stuff. So what he did there, see, is he said, well, there weren't a lot of TMSs last week. So... I'm right. going to go dig through film sack. And I think that's great. So smart of, uh, smart of him to do that. He gets some additional resources involved. Damn straight. Uh-huh. Damn straight. Uh, Hey, real quick. Uh, Christmas is coming y'all. And, uh, that means you probably got a couple of friends or family. You want to send some cards to, I made a frog pants holiday gift card pack. That is really nicely made. I have them right over here. Oh no, where they go? Uh-huh. Someone moved them. My wife moved them. Huh. I moved card woman. I've anyway, moved the <laughs> exactly. They're uh, they're available now at the Frog Pants store. Frogpants.com/store. I know a bunch of you have already picked some up. Uh, they're already shipping some, and we're getting more printed now just to meet with demand. So if that sounds interesting to you at all, uh, we would love for you to go check those out. Again, that is Frogpants.com/store. And you'll see, uh, you'll see him right there. There's a there's a doom or dune theme, themed one where Santa's riding a giant sandworm, and the, the quote is "the spice must flow, ho ho." So that's what you're in for, is that yep. kind of BS? Uh, <laughs> that level of <laughs> punnery. That's right. Uh, they're only twelve bucks. They're cheap, and uh, you get four in a set plus envelopes. It's all there. Go check it out, frogpants.com/store. It's very cool. By the way, the Secret Santa Tadpool Secret Santa is uh, up and running. Uh, deadline is the 30th of this month, so just a little over a week away. Get in there, sign up for Tadpool Secret Santa. There's a limit of 10 bucks. You're not going to go broken. You're going to get something fun in the mail. Uh, maybe even from me. I always blow that $10 budget out of the water, mm. but uh, uh, you know, it's a crapshoot whether or not you're going to get me or not. <laughs> uh, anyway, go to uh, Facebook or the Discord. Both of the Tadpool locations have information about the Secret Santa. Yeah, and Claire's like, I need to fill that out. And I'm like, I, I do too. I'm behind. So I yeah. do that last yeah. week and I didn't do it yet, so I'm gonna. Alright, there's that. I want to thank a couple of patrons who have helped us out on our Patreon, which is really what keeps the lights on here at TMS Central. Patreon.com slash TMS. Michael Schring. I think is how you say it. Shring. Uh, he dived in at the deal me in level, which is an awesome one. We thank him for that. We got Sam Jordan uh, at the grade A level and Chris K at the deal me in level. Thank all three of you. Nice. Thanks to all three of you and all of you longtime supporters. Uh, these are just some of the most recent. If you want to be like them, head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today. Uh, that's it. I think. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Uh, Brian, we ought to, why am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting some. Oh, well, of course, duh. Uh, so this is the only show you're getting this week. It's today, and then, right. uh, but we are doing a play date on Friday. We will be here Friday for play date, exactly. Yep. That's right. So do we know what time yet? Have you confirmed? Like, are you doing an instance that day, or what do you know? Uh, we are, as far as I know, so that means, and I know she wants to start early. Um, i got to figure that out, I guess, because we start here. Okay. The instance starts at 10 and is usually done by 11.30. But if she wants to do early, then maybe... I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll just roll uh, right into Keep an eye it. on the morning stream Twitter account. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And and we'll... It is Tally's birthday tomorrow. Don't forget, everybody. Oh, happy birthday, happy Tally. Happy birthday. May she get everything she wants, including a 1.0 of Baldur's Gate 3. I hope, um, you, hope EA sends you everything you want. Yep, that's what I hope as well. Um, what else was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> FEA, she'll say. Yes, um, she will. There's something else. Oh, there are other shows going, though. So, uh, uh, Boop tonight at 3.30, me oh, and yeah. Dunaway. He'll be back from his uh, thing he's doing this afternoon, and That's he right. and I will be on there. Um, Wednesday, DTNS, I'm going to be on. 
Oh, core is possibly Wednesday night. We're trying to confirm with all parties involved because we don't want to do it on Thanksgiving Day. So we think we'll get core then. We were going to skip this week, but we did last week because of my back. So instead, we're going to do it Wednesday. Anyway, long and the short of it, there's still plenty of content this week. TMS right. just uh, Coverville, a uh, the annual Beatles uh, double shot Thanksgiving episode is going up on Wednesday. So get your get your Beatles fix. Every year I do one episode on Thanksgiving that's all Beatles covers. And it is a great, what a great year for Beatles covers. Oh my God, it's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Uh, also, Soundography going up today, soundography.com. Uh, Hammond and I listened to the entire catalog of a band called Metallica, metal, metal, Metallica, oh, Metallica. Okay, Metallica. Sure. Hmm. Hmm. I can't remember how these. It's some band nobody's ever heard of, but they're uh, they're like a heavy metal band, yeah. uh, Metallica, I yeah. guess. Something about so, uh, Sandmen and and puppet masters and stuff. Know, yeah, okay. exactly. Yes, yeah. Uh, enter puppets or something enter like that. Master man. of Sand. <laughs> uh, anyway, all that is uh, over at uh, Soundography.com. It's going up later, and see what you think of what we think of a band called Metallica. <laughs> Master of Sand. Back to Dune. Dune. It feels like a Dune reference. I like it. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. Sandman! Not a break. Sandman! <laughs> we're, gonna... <laughs> we're not taking a break. We're actually going to take a real break and, and leave you now. But we're going to play a song on our way out. So, Brian, will you play that song on our way out? Yes. Um, we had a birthday uh, last week that we couldn't get to, so I'm getting to it today. Our very own, the person who helps us out so much on playdates, it's a woman who goes by the name Wicked Kitten. Oh, yeah. Uh, Monica. She says, Dear Butter and Scotch, well, it's my birthday again, and the past year or so has been kind of crazy. Happy birthday a- to you! Go ahead. <laughs> I gained a whole crew of uh, friends in the tadpole that hang out on Saturdays, and I finally started that horror podcast that I've been talking about since 2012 and guess what i named it scott Mm. dramatic pause Mm. i called it gore thank you guys for being friends and unofficial mentors and to the tadpole i don't know why i love you distracting bunch of freaks but i do Mm. could you please play i don't know why i love you by my favorite band the brand new heavies and also go listen to that episode of soundography love monica aka wicked kitten nice Happy so, birthday, Monica. Happy birthday, Monica. Belated happy birthday. It was actually like a week ago, but because oh. of the delay and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is a great song, though. Man, uh, she she loves her funk, uh, Monica does, and this thing has it in spades. This is a band called Brand New Heavies from their 2006 album, Get Used to It. It's a cover of the Stevie Wonder song, I Don't Know Why I Love You.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Baseball players are swimming in ladies. Swimming in ladies.